Welcome to the show, Jared. I know this is your first time on the podcast. I'm yeah. just going to refer to you as uh, Matt Gates this entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm just glad that uh, you know, as things are kind of wrapping up, you guys finally had me come on, come on the show for once. <laughs> you know, I've been trying for a long time. In this super, you know, special episode, I, I'm finally allowed on the podcast. Dude, yeah, you, man. you look good. Your camera looks good. Yeah. Look, look at you. You got a computer you're, now. It looks dude, like you look a lot better. You look like you're an adult now, Jared. Well, like I have a woman that cooks with me, too. So, like, I'm eating a lot better and like, you know, I have money. So it's, you know, things are things are nice, you know, yeah, plus, having a, having money is always nice. Yeah. And plus, she's on keto. So I've basically been forced into a diet. So, like, fuck, I've never done keto. Uh, yeah. Dude. It's rough. It's just doing female things. So, like, you know, said that she wants to go on keto. And, like, I'm not on keto. But, like, as we, like, cook and stuff like that, I'm, you're, like, halfway on fucking keto. You're basically on keto. Basically on fucking keto. So I get drunk a lot quicker. It's really cool. It's amazing when you cut out carbs how much alcohol hits you in the nuts. Yeah. Well, I've been doing, like, the intermittent fasting thing. So, like, during the week, I won't drink or anything else like that. And then, uh, you know, I only eat, I have like a six hour eating window and I mean, I feel great. And I've convinced one of the other guys that work with me to do it. And he, he's, he's a big, bigger guy and he's liking it. And so, but I feel a lot better doing that. But then on the weekends, I fucking pig the fuck out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Typo's like, I can't keep enough carbs in my body right now. (laughs) Dude, I'm fucking... Dude, like on Mondays, I I think I walked like over forty five thousand steps today. Oof. Like it's fucking, it's a yeah, lot. Dude. That's another it's thing. Hot. It's, yeah. it's getting hot, dude. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's that's what's nice. We actually had a winter out here in Kentucky where it like snowed and shit, and I was like, oh boy, did I not miss this at all? But now, like, <laughs> but now, like, like spring and summer are in, and it's so fucking nice out. And I'm just thinking in my head the whole time, like in Arizona, you get like a one month window where it's less like that perfect crisp, like 80 degrees. And that's mm-hmm. it. Like before that in the winter, it's like 50 to 60, 40 to 60. But then like you get one month where it's like 70 to 80. Yeah. Now, I think here, it, the last yeah. three months has been 70, 80 degrees, bright and fucking we're, sunny. We're coming to the tail end of that yeah. last month, I think. And, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. It's we're like almost... creeping, creeping up in the nineties now in here, but uh if, if one more if one more motherfucker when I'm talking they're asking me like, oh would like when I'm like in conversation is like, oh I just moved here. Oh, would you move from off oh, Phoenix, Arizona? And I like I'll mention like, oh yeah, I don't miss that heat. And I one more motherfucker goes, Oh, well, it's a dry heat, I'm gonna blow up a po- post office in Minecraft. Does... <laughs> like, I swear does... to fucking does... God. Does it get humid there in Kentucky? Yeah, it's it's a fucking uh, northern Kentucky is like a fucking river valley. It it's rains like every other fucking day, pretty much. And my 
cocksucking fucking company sits there and like, oh, we have a weather event. We need everybody on staff, even if it's your day off to come in. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, it's <laughs> fucking ri- Dude, they literally, I fucking, I, I, that one time they did that weather event shit where they were like, fucking, they're trying to pull that. And I just straight up told my manager, I was like, no, fuck no. Because it's middle of fucking January. And they're like, it's gonna be cold, and I'm like, no, that's not a fucking weather event. It's the middle of winter and it's fucking cold. Well, we're gonna have more freezing and burst pipes. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not coming in on my day off. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> They're like, well, you need to. I'm like, no, I don't. I've. <laughs> what are you? What are you gonna do? Yell at me? I've been yelled at before. What are you gonna do? You're gonna fucking. You're gonna fucking fire me my first year when I'm revenueing fucking six or seven grand a fucking week for the company. You suck my dick. Like I ain't coming <laughs> off. I ain't coming in on my fucking day off because it's fucking and I quote cold. Fuck you. <laughs> you don't know what cold is. Yeah. No shit. It's like I grew up in fucking New York. It's like these motherfuckers out here, dude. Dude, this snowstorm. I could tell like driving around. I'm like, oh, these cocksuckers don't know how to drive in the snow. It was fucking bad. I straight called my boss and I'm like, hey, man, I'm not uh, doing jobs for a couple hours. And he was like, oh, yeah, I understand. Like driving the snow is rough. I'm like, no, I'm fine. Like even in the fucking work van, perfectly fine driving in the snow. It's everybody else driving around me. Yeah, I'm fucking worried about. So so how many teeth you still got? You still got all your teeth or? I mean, besides that one gold one I've had forever. Yeah. <laughs> I just assumed, gold tooth. I'm just I just assumed that if you you move to Kentucky, you automatically lose or can only have four teeth in your mouth. I, I, I dude, well, I haven't started meth yet. So I mean, that's what Steven did, right? I mean, he had to shoot himself in the face <laughs> to lose the teeth to move to Kentucky. That's the whole reason why. Yeah, he's getting his teeth soon, apparently. Oh, like, that's the allowed? VA, they have dentists there? Yeah, the VA apparently told him, but they've told him like six times before that that they're finally going to give him his teeth back. Mm. And uh, apparently now, he uh, went to a bar. There was a bar down here. It's actually a pretty nice bar, a nice little dive bar. And I actually went out because I have normal working hours, so I can go have a beer after work every now and then. And fucking, I get there, and he was like, yeah, the VA told me i'm gonna get my teeth next month but we'll see how that fucking goes i'm like ah you know maybe girls will fuck you after <laughs> i don't know he was ugly before the accident <laughs> and you know i think it makes him look dis- distinguished to be honest like, tell him, I'm like <laughs> it looks like you actually have character you're not just some like shrek looking goofy looking fucker you know? <laughs> shrek shrek looking white boy <laughs> i kept telling him too he needs to ride that shit who gives a fuck everybody else that fucking like like, I, I kept telling him, like, dude, when you're at a bar and somebody even looks at your face, just be like, yeah, I got shot in the war. Like, he's, yeah. like, I, he's like, I can't do that. I'm like, why? Who gives a shit? Like, yeah. who gives a fuck? I mean, technically speaking, if you want to, like, link chains together and everything. <laughs> it was because of the war. It was because of the war. And he's like, ah, no, not really. I'm like, oh, fuck you pussy if i fucking shot myself in the face and lived and somehow rebounded after that like i don't be the like, biggest piece single, of shit on earth oh 100 percent. i tell every bitch be like yeah i took a bullet in the face fucking afghanistan i yeah. killed like 10 insurgents after fucking hard man no, i would have just been like yeah i shot myself in the face because i knew i'd live 
Jesus. Because I'm that badass, you know? Like, you just got to lean into it. Just lean into it hard. 100%. I mean, he did take a bullet. He did take a 45 in the face. So Exactly. So, like, yeah. lean into it. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I thought yeah, I was pretty strong. Not many people can say that. <laughs> I thought I was pretty strong. I wanted to see who was stronger, the 45 or me. <laughs> and I fucking won. Dude, he was fucking conscious right after. Like, it knocked him out real quick. And then he, like, popped right back up and just, like, grabbed a hand towel and put it up to, like, his mangled jaw. Just like, ah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, dude, he told me that. I'm like, I fucking hate you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking man of steel over here. Fucking goofy fucking brick shithouse, I swear to God. So everybody um, we've talked to wants to know what happened to your Twitter. Oh, I got banned as fuck. Um, The first, my original account got banned um, because it was when Trump was doing one of his talks about pulling troops out of Afghanistan and some fucking cocksucking faggot piece of shit, fucking bitch, fucking representative from Texas that has fucking hands softer than my fucking cock was going on about how fucking we need to keep staying there. Their lives are sacrificed and our progress isn't lost. And I told him to go play in traffic and uh, Twitter looks down upon that. Apparently when you tell a United States politician to go kill themselves so I got banned my Who original knew? account. The second account that I had made that started to gain basically my original following, um, minus like a lot of the fuckers that I just like picked up in my random shit posts, um, got the most bullshit ban ever. It was when Bird from oh, Timeline yeah. Earth, because I don't sleep. You guys know this. So I randomly was on Twitter at like <laughs> two in the morning and fucking I saw Bird tweeting. So I tweeted at him i'm like bird go to fucking bed and he tweets me back and he's like i can't too much shit gotta fucking edit this podcast gotta get this fucking paper done for school yada 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 i was like oh you know all right respect and you know hey sleep when you're dead right and he was like amen brother and i got banned for saying sleep when you're dead for promoting for promoting self-harm well that's you know what's because you're on a watch list bro and it didn't help when uh, Twitter gave me the, uh, the option to appeal. And I was like, are you fucking pe- pieces of shit serious? This is literally <laughs> a common fucking phrase. You're going to fucking ban me off Twitter for this. I fucking hate all of you. You're a fucking problem. And, you know, apparently my appeal didn't go through. So, oh, you yeah. know. It's wild. I wonder why. And I'll, honestly, because uh, Empress Amin Mel um, has offered many times. Because apparently that chick has like. 15 burner accounts just on standby for friends when they get banned. And so she actually, she was like, I can just give you an account. And I was like, but uh, like I click on stuff on the discord and I can actually scroll Twitter and I look again and my blood pressure just fucking spikes like immediately. And I'm like, nah, I think I'm good. Like I, it's pretty fun. I'm, I'm all right. I mean, there is some shit I miss. I miss the Duncan and Nate tweets. Like I miss like, you know, I miss a lot of the shit posting and everything, but like I miss, I miss Michael Malice's Twitter account. But overall, it is so nice not being subjected to yeah. like mouth breathers on the fucking it, internet. It's really gone downhill a little bit after they banned Trump too. Oh, it's I not, bet it's not as fun. What are all those accounts doing now? Like without Trump's Twitter profile to respond to, like oh, they're still blaming Trump. Oh, oh yeah, everything's Trump's fault still. Yeah, pretty much. Oh yeah, Trump and Trump supporters. Yeah. It, it, yeah, and they talk about you know, the, when when the planes hit the capital on the sixth this year, 
Um, they from were that freaking terrorist, out. Yeah, from, yeah, the, from terrorist. the terrorist attack on the six this year. <laughs> yeah. And that's all we get to hear about, about how the, and then the FBI is constantly posting pictures of people at the protest from the six. And it was like, if you recognize this person, and it's like some grandma and you're like, Jesus, man, can you just let, let her go home? And then you see like that girl's or that grandma's like grandson or granddaughter being like, this is my grandmother. Let me know if you want me to tell her where she lives. Yeah, I'd fucking I'd 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 uh I'm I'm a believer in peaceful parenting. I'd beat my child. <laughs> they tried to rat if they tried to rat me out to the feds, I would physically yeah, abuse dude. my child. To the fucking mob, bro. Like I'd fucking like fight. dude, do you remember when we were growing up? This is why I think the millennial generation still has some hope. Cause we grew up with phrases like snitches get stitches. Like you remember that kid when you were growing up in school that like tattletale to the fucking teacher and then like five of you would just beat that kid's ass. That's Dude. why I have faith in our generation still. Cause that's still there. You know, we obviously we have our onesies and twosies out there, but the majority of these fucking faggots are all fucking like early twenties fucking zoomers and you know, they're going to do zoomer shit. But I truly believe the millennial generation is like kind of like Gen X, that kind of like silent, just like the generation. And everybody still thinks we're like 18, but we're all in like our fucking 30s with like full time jobs. And we're just dead inside from fucking being in between fucking like Gen X and boomers and all these fucking retards below us. And, you know, we just we have morals still (laughs) like we hate authority. We hate everybody. And, you know, we just want to do our thing. Yeah, dude, I think uh, I think most of our generation is, like, completely done with the state or, like... Yeah. But if our generation is going to be completely it. done with the know, state, like, you need to stop being so fucking useless at everything. Because I, yeah. I make a lot of money off our generation for, like, shit like plunging toilets and replacing faucets. And, like, come on, man. You know dude, what I, I, I said this. I, I've said this before. I just don't think uh, people have beat their kids enough. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a fact. Yeah, like you should literally beat the fuck out of your kids. They may be, so. They'll be emotionally scarred, but at least the rest of the people in their generation won't have to deal with them because they'll just drown themselves to sleep at night in a pit of alcohol, Jim Beam, Jack, and then at least we're all like happy staying away from <laughs> I mean, at the very least, on a serious note, at the very least, there's a lot of people who haven't pun- been punched in the fucking face yet, and it shows. Like, I really, you remember when we were bouncers, Luke, we were bouncers together and like, you'd have that fucking college kid that was acting fucking acting all fucking spry and shit. And then the second you put it, your hands on him, you see his eyes go wide and he'd almost like freeze up like, ah, like this is happening. Like, it's like that. Like, oh, you've never been hit before. That's why you're acting the way you are is you think nobody will hit you. And like, dude, some of these dudes would be bigger than us too. That's what would blow my mind. Yeah. Like I like I remember one fucking dude. This guy was like 6'4, like 225 fucking pounds. Like looked down on me. And the second I put my hand on his throat, he was just like, ah. <laughs> like it's like, dude. Yeah. You could probably, if you had any balls, you could probably beat my ass. Yeah, probably like, throw me through this fucking window right now. Yeah, you, yeah. you could probably you could probably pick me up. You gotta throw me 30, off the second deck. <laughs> yeah, you got like 30, 40 pounds on me, like. You could probably fuck me up, but the second I put my hands on you, you fucking freeze up like a little bitch because Dude, and, you've never been hit before. Yeah, and honestly, well, and you know, a lot of like bigger guys, especially if they were bigger all the way through their lives, nobody fucked with them. And yeah. 
And I understand that. And but then there's some that are the bullies, and they'll they'll beat your ass. But that's that's all right. Yeah. It's okay to get your ass beat every once in a while. You you need it. Just like you should get you should beat the fuck out of your kids. <laughs> it keeps you humble, <laughs> dude. I, have, I mean, dude. I remember. I remember when I was growing up. Uh, real, real quick backstory. Remember when I was growing up? My mom and dad were in, uh, no such we're, thing with we're, you. We're in a fight, and fucking uh, my mom at some point. I was like seventeen, and my mom at some point was like, "You're just so fucking hard on the kids." And my dad looks her straight in the face. He's like, "Oh yeah, who's the last one that slapped Jared?" And fucking my mom looks at him. Well, he fucking deserved it. <laughs> and I was just sitting there. I'm like, thanks, bro. Dude, it's true. Well, and girl, dude, I. You probably deserved it. Yeah, you I probably did. I 100% deserved it. I'd talk back to my mom's face and she bitch slapped me across the face. Do you, do you remember, like, like, like do you remember, like, growing up and, like, some of the things that you, you would push for just because you were a 16 year old kid and you would want to push it? And you look at it now and you're like, God, I don't know why I did that. That was fucking stupid. And that ended up hurting. Well, I guess that's why I did it. I learned from it. <laughs> yeah, dude. All kids are fucking retarded, man. Yeah. Dude, I'm looking at like my fucking- That's why they should vote. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm going through it now. I'm, <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm, trying to visit, I'm trying to visit my dad soon. Um, um, for one, I'm pissed off because my younger sister was a very beautiful young woman. And I'm going to buy another gun. And then- my younger brother, I, I've realized, is a fuckboy. Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> dude, like 100%. Like, I'll send you a picture of fucking my younger siblings uh, after the show. And fucking you'll 100% see what I'm talking about. And I was talking to my dad about it. For one, I was talking to him about Abby. I was like, so what's this? I was like, couldn't you like feed this girl more potato chips or something when she was growing up? Or like, And he was like, dude, I fucking hate it. He was like, fuck it. There's like six guys I know by name that hit her fucking phone up all the time. And I was like, you remember? And doesn't it hurt you too? Because you can like look at a dude and you like, I know what you are. And he was like, why? Because we were pieces of shit in our 20s. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. How do you think you had me? You were a piece of shit in your 20s. And he's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> so how does it feel to be the ugly sibling, Jared? Uh, I can still whoop their ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that matters. That's, that's the next thing I ask. Because he's cut a shit. He's, he, he's a gymnast and he's uh uh, state comp like a national competition level cheerleader so he's like an actual like he basically does gymnast but cheerleading shit and i mean he's cut as fuck and strong he looks strong as shit all cut up and everything he's got that like 19 year old all fucking ripped up so i was talking to my dad and i'm like you know i can probably beat his ass still and he's like oh yeah 100 percent. he's strong as shit he's like he's strong for his size he was like but what he's like what are you i was like i'm like 195 he's like yeah you fucking love. i'm like oh 100 yeah <laughs> that's another reason i need to go visit just to be like i just i just want to i can i can still fuck you up <laughs> i know that little fucker's only like five six five seven so i just want to look down on it and be like i just want you to know i can still fucking beat your ass like, isn't, it, isn't it weird getting to the point where you're you have more in common <laughs> with your dad than you do your siblings I mean, I think that's the age difference, though. Um, yeah. Because my dad, my dad had, my dad was like nineteen when I was fucking conceived. Well, yeah, no, but, no, I get, I get that, but you know, kids, baby. No, I get that, but I meant like, you know, once you get to that age where you start thinking like your parents, yeah. Compared, like, like, uh, compared to like, oh, just let them be. They're a fucking kid, you know, because you have that, yeah. you have that for a while. Like, I probably had that when I was like, you know, up until I was like twenty four, twenty five. But then there's like a switch that goes off in your head, and you're like. No, you should beat the fuck out of them. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to keep that going all episode. I mean, dude, I, yeah. I mean, I 100%. <laughs> like, I definitely identify more with, like, 
both my dads and my mom and everything like that than I do with like my younger siblings. I think my younger brother is 19 and my younger sister is 17. I love I, the noises you make during podcasts. It's just fucking glorious. Oh, like my beer burps and shit. Your beer burps, your hiccups, like all of it. <laughs> Dude, I, I brought three yinglings here when we first started recording. Oh, you son of a bitch. All, you all, motherfucker. You would wipe that in our faces. All, yeah, I'm on the fucking, I'm east of the Mississippi again. And yeah, all three of those yinglings are already gone. I actually have to go grab more beer here soon because I thought that would last. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and, I drank, and I drank a bottle of, I drank a glass of wood for reserve when I was cooking dinner so like I'm uh yeah I'm in a good well, place. well on this pinnacle episode we decided to do something that we started at the very beginning of this podcast and um we're going to uh get into what does your tax dollars pay for um we had a whole bunch of uh listeners uh come in yeah go get your beer Jared Um, We had a whole bunch of listeners and some people outside on Twitter email us and tweet us and all this other stuff to uh, tell us their tax dollar payer stories. Like what what was the waste and where it went and how what was the story behind it? So uh, typo, I'm going to share my screen so you can see them and we can all read off of them at the same time or whatever. And I'll read them out loud, I guess. this one was my favorite. Uh, it's from, uh, it was the one that we got last night. Uh, share screen. That's, there it is. I figured it out. Uh, it's the one that we got last night and we were like, oh shit, this is fucking wild. First off, you, uh, listen to us. I appreciate it, but it's just kind of crazy to us. Um, Diesel. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and start this off. Jared, listen, read along if you can. I don't know if you will be able to, though, because you don't know how to read. Um, It's hard. All right. So here it goes. Uh, Heard about your request for wasted taxpayer money on the most recent episode of the podcast. As for my background, I've been in the Army for just shy of 20 years. I start my retirement leave the beginning of June. I've been in the infantry the entire time, making it up to Staff Sergeant. That's an E6 for all of you that don't know uh, the Marine Corps ranks. In my time, I've held a number of different jobs, saw gunner, team leader, rifle squad leader, battalion assistant, ops, NCO, instructor, and finally an OC or an officer training or trainer, right? Officer trainer. Yeah. Um, I've been in, I've been to Afghanistan three times, once as a saw gunner and twice as a squad leader and Kuwait once as an assistant ops NCO. Uh, for a name, if you read this on the air, you are free to just use my Insta name, Anarcho Weasel. Go follow him. Uh, he's still in his chain of command, so don't fucking rat him out. Uh, I'd also be more than willing to be a guest and talk about all this on air. So that's a future episode. Maybe we'll see how uh, after this episode goes. Um, in 20 years, I've seen a lot of things that can be considered waste, fraud, or abuse. We could talk about all the camouflage uniforms, BDUs, DCUs, ACUs. I said army earlier and then referenced Marine Corps ranks. I'm fucking retarded. We know. Uh, it's okay. I, most of those times I know our listeners just pass it over. They know. Yeah. <laughs> when, yeah when I read BDUs, DCUs, ACUs, I was like, fuck, I said Marine Corps earlier. Uh, crime multicam, OCP and OCP hot weather that I've been issued that cost millions of dollars each to develop, which is fucking true. It's so much of a waste of money and all of them suck or even the various dress uniforms class a's asus and now the pinks and greens which is like a throwback to the old pinks and greens 
that they brought back. I don't know. It's fucking stupid. Um, maybe maybe talk about every time we went to the range when I was an instructor, we'd easily shoot over a million dollars worth of AT missiles. It was great training for the students, far better than just using the simulator. But at the same time, the fact that the military has thousands of missiles just sitting in ammo dumps is insane. A tow missile costs fifty to sixty thousand dollars on average, and a javelin will run about two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. If the missiles aren't shot within their shelf life, it will cost the military even more money to con- either convert them to newer variants or destroy them, which we do a shit ton of just destroying them. Um, being the subject matter expert for the Army at the time, I've talked with DARPA and Raytheon about the next generation of missiles, with DARPA looking at reviving a defunct missile program from the 80s through the early 2000s, and that already cost millions. Um, most recently, though, the unit I'm with is an ACRC command. I don't really know what that means in Army. Uh, Jared, maybe you know um our primary mission is ensuring reserve and guard units are properly trained and to make sure all the necessary tasks are completed when they are mobilized the waste is that we have no requirement or ability to go to a range we don't have an ammo account nor do we have a land account to reserve training land we what we do have is an entire arms room with weapons in it these weapons never get fired hell the only time they leave the arms room is to get turned in for annual maintenance Grand total, we have 67 weapons ranging from the new SIG pistols to M2A1s and MK19s. Could probably come up with a lot more, like going to the red light district in Germany while on TDY, but I have to leave some for a future episode, right? So he's fucking... What a G. <laughs> yeah. He, he really he really just like shirked your guy's dick like, yo, get beyond. Yeah, um, right? I mean, dude, I mean, that. Uh, the only thing I could think about was the fact that like in a... Uh, uh, pre-deployment training where we're about to deploy to Afghanistan. We spent about 95% of the time training for conventional warfare. Where we wasted all this money on training with like fucking M1A2 fucking tanks and fucking like shooting jab missiles and dropping fucking like conventional bombs, shooting artillery and mortars and fucking high Mars and everything else to go to Afghanistan where it's like, I have a Cobra and I'll just shoot like a single hellfire or something. <laughs> It'll go away. <laughs> like, I, don't, I mean, I, I love, I love the training of the military of fucking, well, we might fight a conventional war, but like, what war are we fighting now? Well, that doesn't matter. We might fight a conventional yeah. war. Like you just play pretend the whole time. Like, yeah. N- notional playing, training. It's like when you were playing war with your buddies growing up, like with sticks and throwing, I don't know, pine cones at each it's other or whatever. Basically what we do now is basically what uh, we did just with no real control. stuff. Actually, yeah. sometimes I don't even yeah. like we so, don't even have the ammo. It was so just basically you're, holding a metal piece of metal, and you're just like, "Oh, we're shooting this way." And Woo. sometimes literal sticks. Like I've held a stick in the Marine Corps as a rifle because we <laughs> couldn't bring our rifles out. Like I've legitimately done that. Hey, you don't disrespect your notional weapon, and you go and fight that notional enemy. Yeah, I d- I don't know how. I that was one of the times in the Marine Corps where I was like saying like in my head i was thinking this but uh, we were saying this is my rifle there are many like we were saying the rifleman's creed and we were holding sticks and i was like wow i understand now why people shoot themselves yo fucking real quick though how fucking gay is it that like when you listen to like world war ii vets and like korea vets and shit like that and they're like oh yeah i bought my rifle from the military and i got to take it with me and i had the same rifle since boot camp and yada 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 you're just sitting there like what 
Yeah. How fucking sick that would have been. I yeah. don't care if it was a fucking M16A4. Like, you give me a fucking rifle and fucking boot camp, and then I train with that same fucking weapon platform for fucking four years. Like, yeah. I don't care how fucking much of a piece of shit it is. I'm going to buy that motherfucker. That motherfucker's coming with me. That's mine. Yeah, and the mother, yeah, that I, I mean, that's where like the rifleman's creed from. Like, there are many like this one is fucking mine. And I remember re- like repeating that phrase in boot camp and being like, "But this, like, I have to give this away." Like, but this one's not mine. I couldn't even, keep, <laughs> I couldn't even keep my fucking M4 from fucking Afghanistan. What's this some boot bitch fucking lieutenant like right after? It was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Who give that fucking faggot my rifle? You fucking <laughs> deserve my fucking rifle? Fuck him! Yeah, fucking." shit yeah like that whole thing um that weasel put up is awesome because it's talking about you know just the exorbitant amounts of money that we put into uh fucking uniforms jesus christ the oh my research God. and shit on uniforms is insane do, do you remember that thing that they were gonna redesign the fucking marine corps dress blues for fucking females and they spent millions onto it or even, even fucking, even going into like warfare where they spend millions of dollars, where they're like, we're gonna get a new weapon system for the Marine Corps, and yeah. then they just give us M16A4s. Yep. Like they yeah. spent millions of dollars for like the ACR rifle, the fucking Sig fucking yeah. five five six rifle, the fucking um, the Scar, and all this other shit, and they're just like. Nah, we'll just give you an M16 with an even longer barrel. You're like, are you fucking kidding me? You get a longer barrel. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I need in close quarter combat. That's what I need. A longer Ah. barrel. Fucking A. Um, Should we go on to the next one? Typo, you got anything on that? Oh, no. I was already looking at the other ones. Okay. Uh, The next one is pretty funny. Um... So this guy goes by Kirk. He was a sergeant in the Marine Corps, 2009 to 2014. Uh, two stories to choose from or do both. You're adults. Sometimes we are, man. Sometimes. I appreciate the confidence. Uh, number one, during deployment, our battalion sergeant major decided we no longer needed per diem and that those funds would be better used by him. <laughs> so he ordered S1 to hold our paychecks until he could fix them. With those funds, he bought himself a brand new solid oak desk priced at $35,000. Obviously, when families back home are no no longer getting their direct deposits, shit went sideways. After three weeks of investigating by legal, they figured out what happened. Instead of returning the desk, they backpaid us and then reduced the sergeant major's pay for six months. That's the end of that story. But that same sergeant major got caught fucking a Filipino twink corpsman on the desk later that year. Got divorced and ended up having to live in the staff NCO barracks until he was forced to retire <laughs> what a fucking stud dude fuck Jesus paying your troops Christ. i want a desk i want a I desk i want a desk so i can fuck a corpsman on it Jesus. um number two fucking phasemo yes i just that sentence right there brings back haunting memories that i never want to relive but i guess we'll go through this um so working in the intelligence field typo You have a lot of redacted gear. (laughs) The gear has a bunch of accessories with it. Those accessories in the main gear get tracked through an SL3 paper. All of those SL3 papers are used to be, are to be audited once a month. Yeah. Guess what? No one does that shit. (laughs) That's what I found out when I went to Okinawa, Japan. 
Um, while Phasemal, a logistical event that takes place every two to four years, came up and wanted to see our papers. Kick ass. We spent around three weeks going through every single piece of Gears SL3 paperwork and either just filling out bullshit for three years elapsed time or creating an entirely new entry and backlogging all that shit. This was an entire pl platoon that had to do this for three weeks straight. And if any accessories were missing, we had to try to buy it with company's budget or report it missing, which was even more paperwork because it's redacted gear. Just solid three weeks of fucking signing bullshit paperwork. Just some asshole from a number, just so some asshole from another unit could see that we still had our shit from the last phase one inspection. Um, he's like, I have shittier shittier ones but it involves ncis fbi and nsa it also is one of the reasons i have ptsd telling it puts me in a bad place remember kids eat the apple fuck the core oh, fuck the core and uh he has a thing at the end of it that i really liked the government will use death to try to fight frighten you into ignoring the voice inside your inside you screaming for freedom but know this we are many they are few to fear death is a choice and they can't hang us all i like that um can go yeah phasmo is hell on earth and a giant waste of money um because they don't care enough to realize that uh the paperwork has been signed by the same people that weren't even in the marine corps for the last three years and uh that's what we did in our phase one inspection and they didn't care so it's like well yeah it just every two to three years well it's two to four years but it usually takes place every three um, when that comes up, uh, everybody just backstate the shit because you fucking don't have any other choice. And then you're sitting there getting fucking yelled at because gear's missing because some cocksucker from before you were even in the fucking unit lost the shit or faked the paperwork. And you're just sitting there like, I, I don't know. Like, yeah. Yeah, there's a scene that perfectly describes it, but there's a scene in the office and it's when Michael's refusing to do like all this bullshit paperwork that he needs to do for the year that he hasn't done. And the office starts doing it for him. And one person goes, I'm pretty sure this is illegal. And another one goes, I don't care. I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, that's phase my inspection in the Marine Corps. <laughs> like, dude, I don't I care. Mean, Let's just get this done and go home. I mean, Luke, you are in fucking 311 FSCC. Dude, yeah. you, re you remember how fucking faggot they were about fucking the gear inspections, dude. Oh yeah. Well, oh, and dude, they, was... they, they found out that I had already gone through a phase mode and then I just got fucked with it. Oh my God, dude. I, dude, you remember when you were my sergeant? Yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I fucking do. And it was like my last three months and I pulled up to the fucking shop cause I was supposed to teach a class and I walk, I walk in and everybody's doing a gear layout. I looked, I was like, Hey, Hey dude, what's, what's going on? You were like, Oh, fucking Lieutenant so-and-so fucking wants to do a gear layout. So we're doing that. I was like, what about my class? And you just kind of shrugged your shoulders. And you were, I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to go do stuff. And I just got back into my car and just drove away. Yeah, that was the first time I got written up in the Marine Corps. It was my last year in. And Lieutenant Fuckface uh, wanted to do a gear layout for no reason. Like, honestly, no reason. Because they were always a waste lieutenant. of time. Because he was yeah. a new lieutenant. He wanted to, he wanted to get no, out. No, he was the one that had been there for a while. Oh, he was the one yeah. that got back from one of the deployments. Oh, no, he, he was getting a fit rep coming up for Captain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so he wanted to do a gear layout and check all of our gear. And I was like, all right, we just had other things planned because, you know, we have people deploying. And he was like, what? And I was like, we had other plans because people are deploying. I guess he thought I was going to stay silent. And... um he was like, well, we're going to do this gear layout. It's 
they wanted done from the office. And I was like, all right, I guess we can just, you know, put everything on pause for you, sir. And uh, that's bullshit because they didn't. Because I was well, no. in that, I was in the fucking office, and I had we because we were setting out all the fucking we had we had the major there, yeah. Um, because that was still the major. It was uh oh yeah. I'm not gonna say his name. I won't do some because I actually like that major. But we had the major there, and no, it fucking, wasn't the major uh, that you liked. It was the douchebag major. Uh oh yeah, it was fucking. Oh uh, no, it was the captain. He was a bitch. Um, yeah. but we had the captain. But even then, we had the captain there. We had a couple of the lieutenants, not that dickhead that was doing the gear layout. And a bunch of the staff NCOs. And I remember I was there and we had set out um, because I was one of the only like combat deployed fucking corporals that was still there because it was like my last couple of months. So most yeah. of my peers had fucking left already. And we had set aside time for me to start doing a lot of classes with um, the new guys to, to actually get them like spun up on like really advanced shit. And I had, I had three hours set aside to do classes and fucking yeah and then i show up and lieutenant dick face is like we're we're I, 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 we want to do an sl3 layout to get ready for the upcoming sl3 layout for the battalion in fucking like four months yeah and then i, I the reason why i got rid up written up wasn't because uh he we were doing it and i said something the reason why i got written up for the first time ever in my marine corps career was he uh I, we had set everything out and we had got it done and I got it done really fucking fast because first off I'd done a shit ton of them and I just told them how to do it. And, and most of the guys, in. and most of the guys under you had done it already too. Yeah. So it's like, but so he comes in and he's like, no, I want everything on the other side. And I was like, this is fucking bullshit. And that's what got me written up. And I had to go to the office and I told them, I was like, this is what we're doing. And this is what I said, because they were like, Hey, you have to come down here and sign this page 11. And I was like, well, I don't really want to fucking sign it because everything I said was true. And they were like, why? What was going on? And I was like, well, we set out all the gear exactly how it was supposed to. And I told the guys at the that were still there, don't touch anything until I'm fucking back. Um, so I so they didn't touch anything. And I was like, I, we set out all the gear exactly how it, we always do. And re- it works I re- great. I, re- I, rem- I remember this, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am so glad I left. <laughs> yeah. And then I... I, so I was down at the office and I was like, it's all set up. It's all ready for anybody that wants to come and check it right now. And he's like, I thought we were doing classes today. And I was like, that's what I thought too. And, <laughs> but no, we were doing this. And then he told me he wants everything on the other side of the room or on the other side of like how, you know, how our shit was set up, but he wanted yeah. it on the other side. And I told him this was fucking bullshit. And so they were like, well, let's go see what it looks like. And we walked up there and they were like, I don't see why he couldn't check it like this. Dude, and I didn't actually- and you know, what, you know what the fucked up point was too, is the way you were doing it, because you had done a couple of SL3 layouts with us before that. I remember the way you were doing it was the exact way that we had done it since I had been in that fucking section. Like yeah. all the fucking OE bags were all on the fucking back lot laid out, sprawled out. All the fucking bullshit radios that we hadn't used since the fucking 90s were fucking on this, like, some wall of the fucking cage. Yeah. Like, the way you were doing it was literally the way that when you had showed up and you were training to be the comm chief and shit, because I remember when that That's was That's exactly like, how we do it. Yeah. yeah. And I remember because it was, um, Steven was still there when you had showed up and everything. And I remember you guys spun up a little bit on everything. Not, not you, were, you were, you were, you were definitely thrown to the wolves a little bit. 
But yeah. at least on shit like that, like how we did our SL3 layout, you had done it a few times before that already. Yeah. And we had literally done it that exact way since I had been in that fucking unit for like yeah. two and a half yeah. fucking years. Yeah, it was all and garbage. One, and then this one dickhead's like, I just want to flip it. Because I remember yeah. I showed I showed back up when he was doing that. When I showed back up, I was like, well, what's happening? So he's like, well, I thought it'd be better this way. And I had told him, I was like, well, we've never done it that way. It. We, we've never done it that way. Yeah. That was Sergeant Luke having a good day that day. That's for sure. <laughs> and Corporal, and, and, and Corporal Jared fucked off. <laughs> yeah, I was like, just go home, dude. I was like, just go home, dude. I just, um, dro- I just drove, I just drove away. I don't even remember what I was doing that day. I just the second I saw my classes were fucked, we were doing a ridiculous SL three layout. I literally just got back in my car yeah. and just drove off somewhere else. I was like, I'm not. not yeah. Mad. They're the biggest waste of time ever. Um, all right, we got another one. Uh, this is not it. Nope, that's not it. My bad. Uh, where's the other one at? There it is. Um, so we got T-Rex Shenanigans. He's our buddy on... I love him. Yeah, Discord, and he's on Twitter. Uh, he said, just go by Dave. He was a corporal, United States Marine Corps, 2008-2012. And this is all in Afghanistan. So he was PMO on Camp Leatherneck. Female engagement team, other than being the only reasonably hot females in second Mar Div, were all kitted out with M4s, M9s, and plate carriers, did nothing but teach women the alphabet and how to make handbags. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were approached by a local saying her son was kidnapped and literally reported they couldn't help her, but was happy with her new handbag. <laughs> um <laughs> Dragnets of drug workers who were arrested all or dragnets of drug workers who were all arrested the same day. That's fun. Afghan army that had been taught to read first and did nothing but do hashish Hashish. and go shooting in the desert. That sounds like a great time. Um, Tried to teach locals to drill their own water so we didn't have to provide it to them. They complained that they wanted us to provide them water. So we continued to provide them water. And everything on Kandahar, especially the Canucks in their hockey rink. <laughs> everything. Dude, all right. Real, real disclaimer. Uh, like most like units in the military, the female engagement teams are hit or miss. Because I have met a female engagement team that you would not want them cunts fucking kicking in your goddamn door. It'd be like, oh, fuck. All right. Because, mostly because most of them were dykes. But... <laughs> <laughs> there's there's definitely a lot of those uh those those fed teams that are fucking useless shit. <laughs> uh, a lot of them transferred over. I remember when they were trying to do uh artillery and they were trying to become 0811s and fucking they like failed everything. It was I just don't know. I, I just don't know why they would want to become 0811s. Like I like uh, like I just don't know. Who wants who wants to become exactly. an 0811? Like dudes don't even want to be 0811. Like there's like five dudes that I met there. They were like, I really wanted to load rounds into fucking artillery <laughs> guns. Like that's because I it, like there was like five, and that's because they could lift it, and they just like lifting heavy shit. Like that was because it. they were sold it by their drill instructor. Like oh, you're gonna shoot artillery to an eight year old. They're like oh, that's cool. So you're in an arty unit, your FSCC unit, and that fucking unit is deploying, and they're like hey, you're a bunch of fucking faggots. And they're like <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, I just what the I, fuck is a female engagement team. Um, in Afghanistan, uh, especially, but also Iraq. Um, because of the culture there, um, males, um, like patting down females is kind of frowned upon. Um, so we created female engagement teams that actually do go patrol. Like I said, a lot of them fucking bitches, 
they'll fucking smoke you in a gunfight, 100%. Like, they're some fucking hard cunts. Um, and those are the ones that were, like, in the early stages of Iraq and Afghanistan. But their entire purpose is to be able to deal with, like, females in the Afghan pop, especially the Afghan population, because especially back in, like, uh, like 08, 07, Afghanistan, shit like that, um, they would, like, strap fucking dumb females and strap fucking suicide bombs under their fucking dresses and shit, just walk up to, like, Marine units and blow the shit out of them. We should put pregnant women in the female engagement. <laughs> I, I, dude, I, you guys missed it because you couldn't uh, hear me on the Discord. The but I said only females should be in the military. <laughs> hey, <laughs> fuck it, dude. Let's change it up. Military. Our testosterone, you know, you got to be a too high. Got to be a calm professional. We get too many tattoos. So we're much toxic as, masculinity. We're, we're not as pretty. Like that's what the military really cares about is being pretty, right? Like your yes. uniform has to be pretty. You know, yeah, we're John, not we're not John, detail John, oriented John, like that. John Bastalone with his massive hairdo and his fucking giant <laughs> like cover tilted off to like a fucking 45 degree angle. That is not professional standards. So we need to all, all females, man. Uh, yeah. they're, they're prettier. They dress nicer um, and they don't get tattoos as much. There we yeah, go. I will say that a lot of females were better at looking in uniform than yeah. men. Yeah, yeah, their uniforms that's, that's were what, also more well put together because yeah, we that's, didn't that's care. What the mil- that, that's what the military cares about, right? They don't yes. smoke and dip as much. They don't drink. Uh, they still drink. They drink more than the average female. They don't drink as much as the males. So there you go. That, that I say females should be the only ones allowed into the military. We shouldn't even have males in the Especially military. if they're pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Put them Absolutely. on the front lines. Front yeah, lines. They're just as efficient as, 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 as other yeah. warriors, right? Yeah, they're they're... They're, they're warriors. Absolutely. <laughs> Dude, honestly, I used to get oh, I used to get pissed off about that shit. Where nah, I don't care. It was actually one bitch I went to MCT with that uh, set me off on this. I used to fuck her when we were in MCT. <laughs> um, and then nice. uh, after MCT, she got pregnant and fucking... I like I remember like when I visited Pendleton, I like hit her up. But then I found out she had like a kid shit. I was like, eh. And her house smelled. Um, but... <laughs> 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 dude, I went through house like, ugh. <laughs> like, ugh. um, smells but, uh, like. So you, so you, so, <laughs> so you went there. You still went there. Yeah. <laughs> He's I, like, oh, I wasn't gonna do it because she had a kid, but I still dude, went there. I still went. No, I was gonna fuck her even if she had a kid. But it was, <laughs> dude. Honestly, it was one of those few moments where like some standards came up in my morals in my early twenties. And all I like, walked around. It smells like single mom. Dude, dude, it literally, it smelled like single mom. Fuck. Yes. Dude. And fucking, but I'm just sitting there and she's like, yeah, I haven't done shit in fucking like eight months. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like this bitch fucking literally from the day she found out she's pregnant, the Marine Corps is basically like, oh yeah, just chill. Just do whatever just you chill. want. Yeah, dude. Just chill. Like, yeah, just and, chill. She was, and she was PMO. And she just well, they don't do to, anything, anyways. But she well, literally had to do nothing anymore. I'm like, yeah. so the military is just paying you to sit here and be fat, like, cool. Yeah. Nice. I used to, I used to be I used to when I was in the military, I used to literally sit around and be like, it should be an NJPable offense if a female gets pregnant in the military. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Seriously, think about it though. Think about it. Even on the status perspective, right? Even on the status perspective. You signed a fucking contract to serve the government, right? So if you do something 
that puts you out of action. I agree. Like That's a, I said it. Fucking year and a half because you got nine months of being actually fucking pregnant, and then after you have the fucking kid, you're still not combat effective because you still have to nurture that fucking child. You still have to take care of that child, and you're a fat bitch at that point, so you need to shit off that baby weight and all that other fucking bullshit. Yeah, I said it. I said it. I say the same thing with braces. Like you shouldn't get fucking braces in the Marine Corps. It makes you combat Dude, ineffective. It makes you combat ineffective. If, if you, you can't, if you're if you a can't, female. If you were a female and you got pregnant in the fucking Marine Corps, if it was my fucking Marine Corps, I would make that an NJP over fucking offense and get or it's if gonna, I could and if I could push it in a court martial offense. It's gonna be real awkward when the sergeant major's uh, NJP and, uh, bitches that he knocked up. <laughs> I think that's this the is only your reason. fault. That's the only reason it's not happening. That's the only reason is <laughs> because all them fucking staff and COs, fucking PFCs, are like. Ah, ah. Oh God. Oh God! All right, uh, we got another one. Um, let's see. All right, so in 2005, after the battle, we spent tens of thousands of dollars to improve an amusement park. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> and turn a garbage dump into a soccer field. Oh shit! The turf on the field was torn up as soon as the ribbon was cut, and it became a garbage dump again. <laughs> Fuck me! The contractors we paid to do the work were murdered by working with us. Jesus Christ, this is just intense. In 2006, we went on at least five different patrols to find a hospital that had been built or improved on for a few hundred thousand dollars the year before. No one in the city had any idea what we were talking about. The best we could find was a few new hospital beds. Um, in 2009, I watched the Camp Leather. I watched Camp Leatherneck go from barren desert and expeditionary tents to KBR places, and this monstrosity under construction. We knew at the time it was excessive and stupid to build it. Yeah, Camp Leatherneck now has like Starbucks. I did. We did draw it down. Camp Leatherneck's definitely drawn down. We turned that over because I was the uh, last combat operation to Afghanistan 2014. Um, yeah, the but yeah, yeah hey, uh, hey, Scott, um, thank you for your fucking service because you're the reason <laughs> I got to go get green bean. So I appreciate you. <laughs> fucking Camp Leatherneck was like sitting in a fucking hotel, bro. That shit was beautiful. We had Pizza Hut. We could go to the fucking Blue Zone, get knockoff fucking Beats headphones. It was beautiful. Oh my god. Yeah, I heard I've heard a lot of stories about Camp Leatherneck and it just seemed everybody was said it was the vacation of It was a city. It was yeah. a city. In fact, uh I remember so we we'd go on rotation ops. So like we wouldn't be on Camp Leatherneck the whole time. But like comparatively, so a lot of the guys we deployed with in first battalion, seventh Marines, um, the prior deployment had been in Sangin. Like they set up patrol bases in fucking Sangin. And those dudes, like, were sitting there like, yo, when I was in fucking singing in, like, 2012, like, going to Camp Leatherneck was, like, Christmas. It was like, oh, I can get a hot shower and go get a frappuccino and a haircut. This is great. Now, here I am in fucking Camp Leatherneck. And, dude, it made us feel, it made, like, new deployment guys feel like bitches because we were sitting there like, oh, man, y'all had a rough. (laughs) (laughs) But then... But then they would say shit like, yeah, but we smoked a lot of weed on fucking deployment, though. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> they were like, Staff Sergeant, there are a couple of them were like, yeah, Staff Sergeant didn't give a shit. Dude, I actually heard there was a lot of uh, engineers that would get attached to, like, the, the Mew out here or out there in Okinawa. And they would go to, like, stop in, like, Thailand and Cambodia. And, like, every time they come back, they're like, 
dude, I was definitely smoking weed like the entire time. <laughs> oh yeah, but any what? dudes that were like on PBs and shit because it's everywhere. Like half the really? compounds you go through. Oh yeah, dude. Dude, Afghans have more freedom than you do. Oh fucking <laughs> half the fucking compounds you go through. Like they got fucking AKs, RPKs, and then fucking like a little mini field, like a little mini pasture, like a nice little. 15 by 20 fucking square plot of nothing but hashish. Like <laughs> Afghan fucking kush, bro. And fucking... It dude, was just who's old, really fighting for freedoms here? Dude, yeah, for real. I mean, it was fucking like you're just sitting there. And I mean, you know who's, who's in the Marine Corps? Maybe our freedoms Af- were in Afghanistan. Dude, they might be. <laughs> dude, it's like, you know the Marine Corps, man. Half of us are fucking DJs from trailer parks. So yeah. we're just sitting there staring at these weed plots like, uh... But we were in Camp Leatherneck. We did get drug tested a couple times while we were in Camp Leatherneck. We were there Ooh. so much, especially when we busted like a lot of drugs. We were basically the DEA in Afghanistan. Um, nice. And fucking, yeah. And uh, fucking, um, but I remember a lot of those sane guys were like, yeah, man, we used to roll fuck. I mean, look at all like Combat Obscura or fucking, uh, yeah. oh, yeah. Another one, Hornet's Nest. Dude, like, there's like a lot of that video, a lot of the video feeds of I'm fucking smoking fucking weed on fucking patrol bases. Oh, yeah. You're in the middle of fucking nowhere. Your staff sergeant's probably a fucking degen, too. Yeah. Or he's just managing a bunch of other shit. Um, so yeah, a lot of those fucking guys, yeah, they got baked as fuck. Dude, I was like, and the poppy feels there. Whew. Yeah. Or dude, your terp would get it for you. Yeah. There were there were a couple guys under deployment that still smoked. Like uh I was a little bitch about it. I was like, nah, I don't want to get in trouble. Um, but like our interpreters all the time be like, oh, we got this hookah. It ain't tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, ah. And a couple of the guys would be like, fuck yeah, bitch. And they fucking get in there. But I would a good lot of us would be a lot of us wanted to, but we'd be like, just got drug yeah. tested. I want to fucking no, nope, I ain't doing it. But yeah. <sighs> Typo, were you gonna say something? No. Okay. No, I was like, <laughs> I, I heard yeah, and then Jared talking again, so I didn't know if you were about to. All right, I got another one. Um sorry mine's so long. I should know better than to make ex Marines read this much. Yeah, fuck You're goddamn you. fucking right, bitch. <laughs> fuck you, Joe. Uh, um, so I was Air Force for a grand total Yay. of six months. Faggot. <laughs> uh, wasting taxpayers' money is every boot camp ever. That's fucking true. Hurry up and wait here. Stand in formation for 30 minutes while we wait to eat. That's called training and obeyance to orders, Joe. Wait, wait am, I, am I literally, is this dumb motherfucker really going to sit there and bitch about Air Force boot camp to three Marines? <laughs> Is this uh, is this fucking dude really nice. doing it? Hey, really, he's got he, feelings too. He's shooting his shot. All right? all right, I'll accept it. When you're done, stand in formation for thirty minutes while we wait. Let's march over here and stand around for thirty more minutes. Fuck, ever fall asleep while standing? I have. Um, another waste of taxpayer dollars is Waver Williams. He was a shitbag that anyone from Air Force three sixty six. Detachment 6 at Gulfport Construction Battalion around 2012 to 2013 would know. Wow, this guy. Oh, my God. Direct. Name, name, fucking unit and battalion. Just fucking (laughs) fuck this bitch. Uh, This motherfucker had a waiver for everything. No PT, light duty, no shaving, didn't have to march in formation. It was assumed, known he was just riding along for the pay, hoping to get out on medical. 
We all paid this shit's head. We all paid this shithead salary. While waiting for my DD-214 for an early discharge, I was stupid enough to enlist but not stay. Uh, I jumped on the chance to get out and glad I did. Good for you. Um, after formation, while the flight was marching to the schoolhouse, I took a bag of Cheetos and dumped them on this dude's Chrysler convertible Sebring that he loved. I love that he's like so. <laughs> dude, this guy had a fucking hatred in six months in the military. Like, Jesus Christ, dude. Uh, no one liked this guy. He was constantly having to one up you. A couple guys were talking about knives, and he said, I would bring my knife collection here, but I have so many they wouldn't let me keep them in the dorm. Fucking tool. <laughs> Back to the Cheetos. We are maybe a quarter of the mile from the ocean. I'm hoping a couple seagulls come and shit on this guy's car. So me and the other DGens waiting for discharge are watching a uh, watching while a seagull circle the parking lot and leaves. Well, shit, that was anticlimactic. In the meantime, our staff sergeant pulls up on his Harley and comes inside. He's not even through the doors yet when I spot a flocking, flock of fucking birds coming for this parking lot. They perch up on all the light posts around the parking lot. The Harley is under one, shitting everywhere, and clean the Cheetos off this dude's car, leaving it covered in white polka dots and shit. If only he would have had the top down. Thanks for paying me while I did that. Youper booger. Sorry I didn't have a really good story like pushing tanks into the Gulf. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were in the Air but, Force. But at nothing, the, you, nothing you do is cool. But and at the same funny. At the same time, this is this is the it, like even so he was getting discharged and this was a discharge platoon. It doesn't matter. This is the normal shit we fucking do on a day to day basis. This is what we fucking do. Hell's yeah, dude. Um, cracks <laughs> me the fuck story. up. I love it. Uh, so the next one I got is. Uh, from Jason W., former senior airman in the U.S. Air Force, and it says, The biggest waste of taxpayer dollars I saw during my time in the U.S. Air Force was sending active duty public affairs specialists to Afghanistan on deployment with the express purpose of training local national military personnel to conduct public affairs activities. <laughs> Seems pretty stupid in principle to me. Another great example that they thankfully ended was called Tops in Blue, which a bunch of, which is, which was a bunch of active duty airmen who were paid to go around and perform music concerts of pop music as a as supposed as a supposed recruiting tool wow um yeah the you, uh, public really? affairs thing is hilarious to me yeah you're gonna train a bunch of aa to go around and do public affairs like yeah dude like they're they don't fucking like come on man they don't care they don't, they, yeah they honestly don't give a shit um and then the tops in blue I mean, I guess it would only be cool if they were only wearing tops and oh, they were in blue. Is this about training Afghan nationals? Yeah, the it was, part was. The first part was, and the second part was uh, a group called the Tops in Blue, which was a bunch of active duty airmen who were paid to go around and perform music concerts of pop music. I guess, I don't know, uh, pop music to, I guess, since it was a recruiting tool, I'm guessing that was to like you know, kids and stuff like that, which is yeah. just fucked in itself. I want to know who sees this like air force band <laughs> and they're like, you know what I want to do? <laughs> they're singing Taylor Swift. I want to do dude, that. Honestly, think about the dudes that joined the military to be in the band. They won. Yeah. They yeah. honestly did win. They go in. They, like yeah. they have, they have all the same benefits we do. Yeah. And all dude, they, they do they is play up, in the like, fucking they band. They pick up so fast, dude. They yeah. were like, 
basically about to pick up staff after their first fucking contract. Yeah, because like, literally Christ. for the exact reason, they look prettier if they have more rank. Yeah, they, there get was, throw, they get thrown ribbons and medals too because yeah. They're well, there was that that one in where when we were in where it was the girl the girl that got a contract gunnery sergeant because she yeah. was uh in college and she was a big like trumpeter or something like that like a trumpeter or a sax player or something like that and uh, she was like really good in college and so they gave her it was actually a contract gunnery sergeant. And it has only happened a couple of times. And I don't know. I was, it was just the wildest fucking thing. And it was more so because they needed a gunnery sergeant. And since she was the one that was going to be leading the band, um, she was, she needed to be the highest rank. And it's like, wow, wow. That's yeah. fucking amazing. It's almost like rank doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. Um, all right. I think this is the last one before that one on Twitter. If you want to find that one typo, uh, what's up, gents? My name is Matt. My current rank is a staff sergeant. And... It tickles my fucking pickle when a fucking active duty guy listens to this podcast. I know it's fucking great. Um, he joined in August, 2010 and will be ending his contract in 2022. Uh, yeah, I know it took me a while to realize I was heavily indoctrinated sooner or later. Right. Hey, um, bro, that happens to the best of us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My taxpayer story, back when I was deployed to Afghanistan in 2013, I was part of a unit that assisted a small contingency to retrograde um, all Marine Corps assets out of the country. Now, because a lot of things would have been too expensive to move back to the U.S., the DOD decided to sell or destroy almost everything that was bigger than a quadcon. Excuse me. That means seven tons MRAPs, utility vehicle vehicles like Gators, small six-wheeled ATVs, were all sold to the country that wanted them. It was part of my job to be sent out to all of these fobs all over Helmand Province. We took Ospreys or uh, CH-53s like we were goddamn war heroes because convoys were for peasants <laughs> to identify what seven tons and or MRAPs were or were not going back to the states and we would throw these items onto trucks to be convoyed back to pogue paradise aka camp leatherneck also called camp lejeune ford for those heads out there um anyway there'd be seven tons mraps literally being sold to countries to the likes of uzbekistan pakistan india Kazakhstan, etc., for around $10,000 each. Mind you, a lot of these vehicles had less than 2,000 miles on them. The vehicles cost no shit, $200 to $400,000 each unit. And when I was there for my nine month Marine Corps car salesman vacation, the Marine Corps sold around 400 MRAPs of all variants, MATVs, Cougars, Buffaloes, etc., and 207 tons of all variants. Shit was mind blowing considering the DOD would sell these for pennies considering their worth. Yeah, dude, that shit's fucking insane. And it goes, I mean, I guess at least we were selling them instead of dumping them into the Gulf, but like fucking hell. Dude, do you guys remember uh, fucking, uh, what was it? What country was it? It was when we were still in. Um, and a country had to extradite out of a, another foreign country, like a Marine Corps unit, and they literally left all of their fucking weapons there. Yeah, I, I forgot. Who, was that, that was that fucking was that Libya? I I I. Well, uh, it I might know. be Libya. I, I think I, it was. Was it Libya? I think it was Libya. I I might be wrong on that. I might be wrong on that. But I'm pretty sure it was fucking Libya when that shit started like popping off hot, and fucking like all the Marine Corps fucking embassy units had to fucking leave. 
and they literally had to leave their fucking weapons like all their fucking weapons like a battalion's worth of fucking weapons and like heavy weapons and shit just there yeah that shit's fucking wild um stand, selling those things for ten thousand dollars fuck That's, oh by the way no wonder, this, no, was, this this was during obama's presidency with joe biden as president so you, you can <laughs> tell they really care about gun violence while they're leaving literal military grade munitions just sitting around in a fucking foreign country well and i bet the ones that they did bring back to the states they just sold off to fucking local police departments so yeah absolutely you know how else you know, did they get them you know some faggot that doesn't realize they're pulling a fucking pistol instead of a taser really deserves a 240. <laughs> <laughs> typo did you find that one on twitter yeah, I got it. All right, you go ahead with it. All right, so this is our last one. Um, it's from My Own Lane on Twitter. Uh, I've got a fun waste of taxpayer money for you all. We spent $13 billion on the Gerard Ford to ex- experiment a new catapult system that doesn't work. So <laughs> now we are paying roughly $2 billion per year to maintain it uh, and, and an unknown amount to try and make this bitch work. Why did we pay Northrop Grumman for a carrier that doesn't fucking work? Don't ask me. Also, look up the mothball fleet. We leave shit ships sitting there rotting away because we make too many. Then these fuckers made eight more ships in 2020, even though we already have more than we can maintain. <laughs> it's amazing. Anyway, uh, episode 99 was solid. Looking forward to 100. Thanks, my man. And uh, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty amazing how wasteful the military really is. And like, I don't think people like can like grasp like how wasteful it is, like two billion dollars a year to maintain something that doesn't work. Like, Jesus Christ, dude. Or even or even how much money they spend for that shit. Yeah, exactly. It's funny because they always say lowest bidder. But like most things in the world, like if it's a government contract, it's the same thing as in my job as a service plumber. Our prices are literally different if we're selling to just you owning your house or a commercial, which includes landlord-tenant situation, versus selling to a commercial. Um, case in point, um, if I were going to auger your main sewer line, that is $389. If I'm going to do that on a commercial rate, it is 428 same thing goes for the U.S. fucking government. All those fucking contracts that come in, um, building anything, giving them anything, selling them anything – they're all fucking upped like a motherfucker because everybody knows U.S. government is print more money. They don't have a fucking budget. The fact that you, the thought that the U.S. government has any kind of real budget is fucking laughable. Yeah, it's a joke. It's a joke. And it's, I mean, what they've done, especially this last year is a fucking crime. But it, if you want to know where the biggest waste of your taxpayer money is, it's the United States military. It, like, I don't, I don't. There's not very many programs even combined that come to the even half of what the United States military spends on. Dude, and even if you want to get into it, even to the like the fucking hippie faggot fucking climate change fucking pussy bitch. Fucking yeah, the United lefties, States military is the biggest. Yo, the U.S. military is the biggest polluter in the world. You know how much gas mileage them fucking Humvees get or them fucking yeah. MRAPs? Or how yeah. about them fucking, how about them fucking M1A2 fucking tanks that run on fucking jet fuel, like a fucking two miles per gallon with an actual jet turbine in their fucking tanks? Yeah, like, you know. I think it, I think it, when you add our, like the civilian population uh, of the United States, like consumption of fossil fuels or whatever, and then you add 
just the United States military because they keep those two numbers separate for a reason. I think we have the same output as China. Like I'm pretty sure uh-huh. I read that somewhere. Yeah. Um, and China is one of the biggest polluters and they're a close second to India, which is the bit, I think the biggest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's insane. And that's, that's where our tax dollars go to it. And all of our funny stories there where we're not doing shit and jumping off, you know, a 2 million or $2 trillion fucking Hilo dunker that's in the middle of <laughs> Okinawa, Japan at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. That's what that gear is used for. Not actual training that is, you know, uh, could be life-saving because the training never went on. I think I saw it happening once in Okinawa. While or, I was even, there. Or, or even 80% of the, uh, no, I won't say 80. I won't go that far. 65% of the training you go to is completely useless. Yeah. That too. Or like, notional. Yeah. Where you're, I mean, you're fake doing things. I mean, oh, you're going to Afghanistan? Let's spend 95% of these fucking six months attacking reinforced targets with like armored vehicles. Yeah. Hell Conventional yeah. warfare. Oh, oh, you remember 311? Um, 311, 3rd Battalion, 11th Marines. Um, fucking, remember all the Digcom shit? Oh, yeah, the Digcom, dude. That yeah. was the worst. Yeah, I talk about, um, like the, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, email right. over radio and the IM system over radio oh, yeah. that I always had to use. So yeah. there was your Digcom and then there was H, fuck, HPW or something I like remember, that. I remember specifically we had this new lieutenant. He was a Mustang. Mustang, for those that don't know, means he was uh, he was prior enlisted and he became a lieutenant. Um, He's actually a great dude. Love him. I fucking follow him. He's friends with me on Facebook. But I remember when he showed up, he was determined that we were going to get Digcom on this, on this field op. And I was with him on that field op and I'm sitting there watching him fucking send radio check after radio check on. It's called a strike link. It's a big fucking tablet that's supposedly recognized, but if it falls three feet, it's going to crack. Yeah. It fucking um, sucks. <laughs> I remember a certain fat fucking Jew that was in our unit that fucking dropped one oh. from like three feet. Now we're before. anti-Semitic. <laughs> uh, only towards that specific now we individual. Are? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I will be anti-Semitic only towards that certain guy. Um, You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know who I'm talking about. Yes, I know. <laughs> um, fucking, <laughs> but anyway, I remember we're sitting there because you know how you feel, hook it up to a 117 golf. So fucking, he's sitting there trying, trying, trying. And I was like, hey, sir, you want to see something really cool? And he was like, what? And I picked up the handset to the exact radio that he's trying to transmit through. And I was like, thunder, this is FO2 radio check over. And they come over, oh, leave a Charlie out. And I'm like, oh, man, ain't that fucking weird? <laughs> it's almost <laughs> like it works better. It's almost like the radio works. Wouldn't it be cool if we had this technology where I just pick up this handset and, and talk just, oh, to somebody? That's fucking weird yeah oh uh, dude well it, the whole concept of it is fucking completely bullshit too like you're they wanted like, to send is, nine lines over it yeah it's like what is a radio what or casavax over it what is a even if even we we're going to go off the 117 golf which is probably the best radio the marine corps fucking yeah, has absolutely um, the 152s which are the walkie talkies are kind of nice but they don't get the range yeah exactly 117 117 golf's range to weight ratio are probably the best radio the marine corps had at least when we were in yeah um and the most user-friendly but even if you have a fucking 117 fox yeah um with the two batteries what does that weigh fucking it's probably about 15 pounds 15 pounds and then all the other batteries now 
you add that fucking strike link, the extra batteries for that fucking yeah, strike, that strike link. And that motherfucker was what? An inch and a half fucking thick? Yeah. And like about a foot and it, wide. And, and it used the batteries more. Yeah. And it, it went through the batteries. the batteries faster than the fucking radio. So you'd have to have twice the number of fucking batteries. Yeah. Which, for those that don't know, Marine Corps military or military fucking batteries are about a pound each. Yeah. They're fucking big motherfuckers. So... And, and, and that's the one thing I actually liked about Bowling 17 Fox, even though it used two batteries. That bitch would last for a fucking while on yeah. those two fucking batteries. That motherfucker was battery yeah. friendly. The golf, the golf did too. The golf was the pretty golf good was with already, the battery. Yeah. I, but once you pl- once you started using the strike link or any kind oh. of digcom, like it was fucking another, garbage. And you had to plug another battery into that fucking strike link. It's like yeah. you're gonna literally make me patrol with another fucking. 15 15 pounds of fucking gear and i have to if i'm looking at a strike link at least if like all right so case in point if i'm in afghanistan i'm taking contact and i'm like hey 117 because i carried my 117 call because all friends of my radio operator so i'd actually have my handset strapped right to my fucking shoulder so i could just lean over and fucking and click it and fucking talk to the aircraft or whatever. And because it was 117 Golf, I had the little keypad right here so I could switch my channels. And so literally all I had to do, pull out my GRG, which is a grid resonation zone, whatever fucking map. as building numbers. It's really nice. And I would just pull that out and be like, hey, fucking Billy, 16 Fox, fucking northeast corner, man. And fucking boom, you're good. I don't fucking strike link or a tablet system. It'd take you like fucking five minutes. Yeah, it's it was a horrible system. And we wasted millions and millions of dollars oh. trying to figure that thing out. And millions and millions of dollars fucking training on it, which yeah. you will never, you'll never get it on fucking deployment. You know what they gave us on deployment that was the closest? An iPad. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, we got iPads that had a whole app on them. That to do the same had thing. All the fucking maps, and you could plot fucking directions and fucking Fuck yeah. distances, and it would doesn't it would literally generate like cat yeah. like uh close air support nine lines. They were fucking awesome. The best thing about them was they weren't serialized too, so all the JTAX just stole them from the military. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, um uh fucking uh Daniel, fucking you know who I'm talking about, Daniel, big boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, he still has a strike link. Or, nice. Yeah. Wow. Or the, he, the iPad? Yeah, the iPad. He just straight fucking took that shit. He was yeah. just like, he looked at his armor and he's like, this isn't serialized. And they were like, no. He was like, oh, cool. I don't know what happened to it. That's <laughs> cool. That's really cool. Oh, I lost man. it in a boating accident. I lost it in a fucking boating accident. <laughs> All right. Well, for this centennial episode, we'll talk about some current events um, to end this show out. Ain't that right, Typo? You got. Uh, anything you want to say before we move into this next segment? Uh, it's been a good run, boys. All four of us here hanging out, talking. All four of us? <laughs> yeah, me, you, Jared, and the NCIS guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, Typo, you really don't know how to count. But I was wrong. I was hey, so hey, wrong. Hey, to our fed boy, I appreciate you. Yeah, what what we decide on his, what we think his name was? Uh, I was just gonna call him Fed Boy. Okay, Fed Boy works. Fred Boy. He's Fred Boy. Let's call him Gary. Gary seems like Gary was my battalion commander, and uh, that makes sense. Yeah, 
Sure. Oh, I like Gary. Yeah. I like Gary. 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 Now. All right. Hey, Gary. Now attention. that we're on first name basis, Gary. The Fed, but the Fed boy that's listening to this podcast, your name is Gary now. I don't and care what your name is. Fuck you. Your name is Gary now. I hope you enjoyed listening to all a hundred of these episodes. Uh, it's been real fun. It's yeah, been real fun. Yeah. You know, I we made you, you laugh you, at least hope, a few times. I hope you really listened to the episode three Boogaloo episode where we explained how to kill you. Oh, oh God. Was... <laughs> I think you listened to that one a few times. I, I hope yeah. he did. I hope he took some notes because like. In a theoretical yeah. Minecraft world. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I can say is a uh, step bitch. I don't... Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to share my screen again and we're going to play the video of. Lieutenant, I'm not going to try and say his name because I'm going to fuck it up and butcher it. Because he's black, isn't it? No. <laughs> Racist motherfucker. <laughs> uh, yeah. Tell me if they're... You guys heard the sound, right? Last time? Yeah. yeah All right. Did. All right. Let's see. Oh. Get out of the car now! What's going on? What's going on? You're fixing to ride the lightning, son. I'm sorry, what? Now, what's going get on? Get out of the car now! Get out of the car, sir. Just get out of the car. Work with us and we'll talk to you. Get out of the car. You receive an order, obey it. I'm I'm a, I'm honestly afraid to get out. Can I? Yeah, you, you should be. Get out. What's get going out. on? What get did out I the do? Car. Get out now. I have not committed any crimes. You're Dude, no. all right. I never actually saw that portion of the video or didn't realize it, but the actual fucking dude that's being all aggro, why is he holding his handgun like that? I don't know. He's holding it like a fucking gangster on the block, isn't or he? Or is that his taser? Yeah, he's all fucking sideways, cricked in arm. Dude, that is a fat motherfucker, too. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, what a and fat bitch. I didn't, I, I didn't get to the part that I, I wanted it to where it started, but he says the, the army lieutenant in the car is like, I, I serve our country. I'm a, I'm active duty. Like I'm, what do you want? Is and this he's how like, you treat active duty. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the big fat motherfucker is like, I serve, I was, too. I serve too. And that's why I learned to obey. And it's like, Jeez. damn. Yeah. I bet you did. Yeah. I, you I can, did, I, I can fucking tell. I bet and then, you sucked that staff sergeant's fucking cock, didn't yeah. you? And I really wanted to bring that little part of the clip. Uh, I, for most of you that, or for those of you that don't know, this was a traffic stop. I don't know where. Um, Virginia. Virginia. Uh, I guess I should have done more research on this, but oh, I just wanted to play oh. that part of the video. Did you see where, what the fuck was that faggot's name? Or Glenn something, uh, whatever, Greg something. Oh, that he had a gun in the car? Yeah. He yeah. was like, well, he had a gun under his seat. And fucking another dude was like, that's completely legal in the state of Virginia. He was yeah. like, boot harder, bitch. Yeah, but yeah, I just wanted to bring up that part where he said, uh, I'm a veteran, or he, he was like, I'm active duty, and the cop was like, I'm a veteran, and that's why I learned to obey, and I was like, damn, that shows you the state of fucking things, and then uh, the other part right there that I thought was very important for everybody to listen to um, was uh, where he's like, I'm honestly afraid to get out of the car right now, and the dumbass piece of shit fat motherfucking cop says yeah you fucking should be like Dude, that should be like, all right that so should be the thing even, that right. everybody needs to know let's, hey let's 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 put ourselves in the cop shoes real quick all right so 
yeah, you uh, you couldn't see the tag in his window. That's that's what this whole thing was about. They couldn't see the tag in his back window. He had a tag in his back window. We actually see in the body cam, by the way, when they're walking up, you can see the tag through the body cam footage in the window. Yeah, Whatever. so instantly right there, stop should have been over. Yeah, all right. So, but even then, all right, cool. Um, Hey, the windows are tinted. You don't know who's in the fucking car. You're a scared pussy faggot fucking bitch. So you got your fucking gun or taser pulled, whatever. And the second that fucking that dude's got his hands out the window and he's like, hey, I'm fucking kind of scared to step out the car. Neither one of those dudes, not a single de-escalation tactic. No de-escalation. Which is funny because Pat from Uncensored Tactical actually has spoken that cops are actually trained very well in de-escalation. Like, they go through a lot of it. They just choose not to do it. So, all right, let's assume. All right, you're a cop, right? Me and you, me and you were fucking cops. Let's let's pretend. You know, you can kind of get your military mindset that we're on patrol together. Fucking, we see somebody that we think has no fucking driver's license on their driver, uh, you know, plate on their vehicle. So we're like, oh fuck, all right. So we go, we fucking ring our lights at him. He takes, I think, um, the most boot liquor fucking post I ever saw about is it took him a mile and a half to stop, but he yeah. does stop. And he stops in a well-lit area when the place that you tried to pull him over was not a well-lit area. So he stops in a well-lit area, immediately rolls down the window, throws his hand out the fucking car. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. There's two of you. There's two of you. There's two of us, me and you, right? I'm a terrible pistol shot. So, like, I can 100% put my shoot self in the shoes of a cop. Like, you know, I know y'all suck. Um, so I'm a terrible pistol shot, but I have my Pretty hand. You have your hand fucking gun. Yeah, you're probably better with a pistol than I am. I'm a terrible <laughs> pistol shot. I usually throw that bitch out like eight feet. Pow, 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 pow. I'm like, hey, that was kind of center mass. I'm like, um, <laughs> fuck it, but me, you know, hey, we're cops, so we're terrible pistol shots. But still, there's two of us. We got our nine mils. We're fucking drawn out. Fucking that dude and his interaction. At some point, you have to be like. Hey, this guy's kind of complying with me. Yeah, like, he's, he's he's not yelling he's at kind me. Of, he's kind of complying. He's very calm in his demeanor. Fucking, there's two of us. Let, it, let me put it this way in the most blunt ways possible. There's fucking two of you. The weapon's drawn, and he's able to pull a fucking gun with his hands from out the window, get into his car, pull out a firearm, pull it out of the car, and plug one of you. You deserve it. You suck. That's <laughs> called natural selection. You deserve to die. I don't, I don't know how else to put that. You're... You're useless. I'm be better. I don't know what to say. <laughs> be um, better. I fucking like, hey, hey, it is what it is. You're you're terrible at everything. You deserve to die. Fucking yeah. But at that moment, like when he's like, I'm fucking kind of scared. Once you think that's that, instant that that, that that to like make this situation slightly calmer or to maybe kind of move through a progressive approach would be like. Hey man, there's nothing to be scared about. We're 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 kind of iffy because of the tinted windows. You have no tags, yada yada yada. And you're black. Um, <laughs> and, and and you know you're 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 kind of spooky looking. Um, fucking you know, we can, <laughs> well, we're white guys. Yeah, you know, we're white guys. Uh, you know, we're so. two white guys. You're a black guy in a vehicle. You're in the military. I don't know you know the race on. war is about to happen. Yeah, so. we know the race <laughs> war is about to pop up. No, no seriously. On a serious, yeah, exactly. On a seri- no, I got on you. On a serious note, it's like, hey, don't you think the better approach would be like, hey, man, I know you're scared. We're kind of sketched out. Um, can we, uh, even if like you could ask, like, hey, can you just make sure your door's unlocked? Can I come open your door for you? 
and have you yeah. out of the vehicle. We'll put our guns away. Like my, or even dude, imagine if even one of them just holstered their weapon and just walked up and the other dude's on guardian angel duty. He's in the back yeah. ready to go. Right. Fucking walks up. Fucking. Hey man. Yada, yada, yada. And, and the fat fuck in the back shuts the fuck up for two fucking seconds. You're just like, dude. Hey man. And just calms exactly. that situation, gets that dude's nerves a little bit. Because I let, like, cause I, we were talking about this before. Those if that had happened to me, I got a new vehicle, or whatever. I'm about to buy a truck soon. Fucking, I have like fifteen hundred dollars left on that fucking piece of shit, fucking Impala that I own. I'm gonna get rid of it soon. <laughs> um, <clears throat> fucking, I got a new truck. Um, say a cop doesn't notice my tags, and yeah, I'm gonna pull into a well lit area with fucking cameras, because yeah, fuck cops. Um. But same situation, I promise you, I would not have been as level-headed as that fucking no. lieutenant. Well, and that's the thing. All right, so that's this is my piece on it. It's exactly what you're saying. Let's say we are cops. Yeah. Like, the first thing, right when the guy puts, like, pulls over, puts his hands outside of the window, and he's like, what's going on? What's going on? And he is not, he's not yelling at them. He is not cussing at them. He's not doing yeah. any of those things. He's like, what's going on? I'm not getting out of the car. Like, what's going on? He doesn't even say I'm not getting out of the car. He just repeatedly says, what's going on? And they're just yelling, like, you motherfucker. They're cussing at him. They're You're honestly, gonna ride the lightning, boy. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're they're honestly being aggressive towards him. And he's like, whoa. And he puts his hands out and he's like, yo, I just want to know what's going on. And then when he's like, the moment that they have, they they got a second chance to de-escalate the situation. And it was right there. I'm honestly afraid to get out of my car right now. Yeah, because he's, have, he's, afraid, he's he, afraid to move his fucking hands. Yeah, so he, he has the chance right there. Those Both both those cops, even Guardian Angel Cop, has the chance to right then de-escalate the entire thing. All right, sir, I understand. Your hands are outside. We want you to get out of the car. I don't want you to be afraid because that makes us more afraid you saying that. But we're going to, my partner here is going to, you know, put away his pistol. Please keep your hands outside of the car. You know, even if they said it loudly and kind of aggressive, even that would have de-escalated the situation so much better. You know for a fact as former NCOs, you know how to speak with compassion and authority at the same time. Yeah, exactly. And you know, you know, you know and they could you know how to speak and yeah, you know how to speak and not an aggressive tone, but with authority. Like I have control of this situation. Like I'm not fucking, you know, but like I have control of this fucking situation. I am saying what's going to fucking happen. Mm-hmm. You know how to say with that, you know how to speak with that fucking tone. Yeah, dude, the whole the whole situation, even if I've I've seen dudes that oh it's clipped and he drove so far, even then, there is absolutely zero fucking reason. Um like there's no reason this should have gone the way it does. No. And then especially it, you're fucking he has a fucking dog in his backseat and you're and you pepper, pepper spray? spray. Oh and, my god. And dude, dude, right then, dude, right there, I would have been pissed. Dude, right there, I would have been fucking and, and dude, if he is a fucking threat and you pepper sprayed him and his dog and he still hasn't shot you, he's not a fucking threat, you fucking fat faggots. Dude, when I he's don't... sitting outside of the car with his arms and his legs, like please help me. I can't see or do anything. And they're still yelling at him like he is fucking thug nasty from Baltimore. Like, Jesus Christ. I was like, dude. If I I was a cop nowadays, 
and I'm happy to be riding along with, uh, and I noticed that my partner is a white guy and, uh, we pull over a black guy in an army uniform. I'm going to be on my best goddamn behavior, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like that, like talk about the perfect way to piss off the left and the right is a hey, black guy no, 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 in no. an You're not army pissing off uniform. Right. We've seen from this, I've seen plenty of fucking comments. We've seen from this, the right cares way more about cops than they do the military. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and oh, yeah. we, 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 but we always knew that to we be true, right? That. Yeah, they don't give a fuck about now, that. They, now they, they just said don't. They said it's a die for nothing for like 20 yeah. fucking years. They don't give a shit about the military yeah especially yeah exactly so like the first 10 years you know what you can blame that all on republicans the last 10 years blame it on democrats pretty easy to do that um i'd say it was both the entire time but regardless uh yeah we always knew that the right didn't care about troops yeah. which you know what fuck them i don't care about troops, the fucking, but <laughs> they the can't they can't fucking virtue signal no more. Yeah. They cannot virtue signal anymore because when it comes to cops or the United States military, the ones that they say are protecting our freedoms, not the cops. They don't say that about cops. They don't say they're protecting our freedoms. They say they're protecting our law and order and how our society goes about its business. And that's what they protect. But the people that protect your freedoms from everybody else in the world, the instant that he is compliant and nice and um you know calm and okay with the situation happening but nervous about the situation happening you say go fuck him he should have pulled over instantly in a not well lit area or with whatever no, camera, no, cameras, no cameras or anything or the people trust, around the trust, the trust the police body cam footage you know, they, ne they never turn those off or fucking anything like exactly. that. exactly all yeah, of this happened like things. a couple months ago yeah and and you and they didn't fucking they didn't back the troops on that one did they yeah nope. they didn't fuck the troops they fired oh. yeah they fired that police officer but they didn't fire him until, until the body cam footage was oh leaked. yeah yeah and then the outrage came and then they yep. got fired yeah, yeah because now it's at the point you know what that's one thing i can say is beneficial about our society is that we've gotten to the point where we see something like that and we're ready to burn everything to the fucking ground so yeah. now, if it comes to light, police will actually be held somewhat accountable. You know? Yeah, hey. but you have to bring it to light, and that's the fucking yeah. hardest part. Uh-huh. Just and like uh, it's like it's like, what's happening hear, in Minnesota. Did you, did you hear about the shit with Duncan Lamp where uh, nobody was wearing body cams? Yeah, yeah, of course they weren't. Of course yeah. they weren't wearing body cams. Mm -hmm. and, and, and it's oh come God. out because everybody kept saying, where's the body cam footage? But, oh, 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 those SWAT officers weren't wearing them. Like... Oh, oh where they're required to? That's wild. Like That's I'm pretty sure weird. in that that area where that with that law enforcement office, I'm pretty sure they were required to as well. Oh so, no, the way the way they work around that is they have one guy with a body cam. Mm, um and I, they just don't send him in. And and no, that dude goes in after. Oh so he goes gotcha. in and records the aftermath of everything. That's oh. their body cam mm. footage, so they're not held legally fucking yeah. wrong. Makes sense. Yeah. Y'all um, keep going because I need to take a piss again. Yeah, go ahead. Uh we're gonna be wrapping up soon, anyways. But uh it's like the same thing that happened in Minnesota, right? Typo. Like I, I actually did see that video uh where yeah, it was it pretty was, wild. It's ten blocks from where fucking Chauvin and uh what's his face happened. Uh fuck. Oh yeah, it's from is it? Yeah, 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 it was yeah. 10 blocks away from what's his name? Fucking Greg. No, George Floyd, George Floyd. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, it was 10 blocks away from. Uh, yeah, 10 blocks away from where that happened. And <laughs> yeah, let's it, that that block is already doing really well. Let me tell you. 
Yeah, uh, I'm going to vacation there this summer. Yeah, it sounds like uh, that's probably a good place to go. Um, but it's the same thing that happened there, or it's similar to what happened there. Yeah, I understand. The guy has a warrant for having a gun. First off, if you're a Second Amendment fucking what is it a uh, person in general you it, that shouldn't have been a thing anyways anybody should be able to own a gun right right mm-hmm. like fuck um yeah it was it was pretty wild because uh clearly i i don't know i don't know if it's clear but it seemed to me that the officer like like ma- actually made a mistake like he actually yeah, meant to it grab was a, it was the chick taser, it was the chick and oh okay it and, was the chick cop to, she she grabbed the taser she and she grab- accidentally grabbed the gun and she shot yeah. the dude because- who was driving away. And then she was, sh- and then the reason I think that it was an accident because afterwards she was like, I just shot him. Like, yeah, shock. Like, yeah, she, she really said it word him. for word. She's like, I shot him. I shot him. And, you know, and some people like that are super crazy about the cops right now is like, she's, they say that she sounded excited, but whatever. Even if it's shock or excitement, I don't care. Regardless, how do you grab your, fu- if it was shock because she accidentally grabbed her gun, it's like, how do you fucking grab your gun instead of your yeah. fucking taser? It's almost like, like cops that's happened. Have, that's happened multiple like, times. It's almost like cops don't have good training or something. Yeah. Or, or they, even if they do have like sometimes, lying. right. And my thing is, is like, uh, I don't believe that cops have the best training. I completely understand that point. I, I thought I mean, that when I was a neocon conservative. No, I, I'm, what I'm saying is I can understand them not having good training. Look at the training. We just talked about training in the military. It's not fucking very good. Um, so we, I can understand not having good training, but to mess up so badly to use a lethal force weapon instead of a non-lethal force weapon that's not bad training that's you suck at your job like you you you're just you're incompetent yeah you're you should not be in any position of authority uh with any power in anything that you do ever whether it's you shouldn't be a manager at mcdonald's you shouldn't you should have not you shouldn't be a mother you shouldn't be Ah. nothing and yeah, at the very least, that's like manslaughter. Like at the very least, at the yeah. very minimum, yeah. She admitted to it. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much manslaughter. Yeah. You pretty much admitted to fucking manslaughter. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's yeah, and I think uh, like like if I have a if I have a intent, if, like, like if I have no, a taser, like, your intent it was an like accident. If I, like if I have a taser and a gun on me, and I mean to pull my taser against you, but I pull my fucking gun and shoot you, that's manslaughter. Well, and I think yeah. that's, I mean, isn't this the argument that we're at least trying to get to? Whereas, like, if we do have cops, then they should be held to the same fucking standard that civilians are. Like, yeah. I mean, uh, fuck, if we're, if we're trying to do this whole, um, I'm not that. saying they all of us. They should be held to a higher standard. I agree. I agree. Thereby, if they're going to have I agree. a state, no, if, I agree. If, if I agree. yeah, even if I, they're going to have a state run police force, I know you two are anarchists. Yeah. I'm still philosophically a minarchist, but I'm black pill to the point where the whole system is just burned to the ground. Yeah, I, don't yeah. ha- I don't care what happens after. But even if you're going to have a state-run fucking police force, wouldn't it be wise to have them held to a high standard yes. of professionalism and training? Right. Shouldn't they be better than the average civilian? They should. And and all I'm saying is, even if we did, and like you said, we're anarchists, so I, I don't necessarily agree with the system, but it's the world that I have to live in currently. So yeah. even if we did... They should be at the very least, 
at the very least, held to the same standard as civilians. Me personally, if we have to have it, they should be absolutely held to a higher standard because that's your fucking job. You're supposed to prote protect you're, people. You're the armed professional. Yeah, you're 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 hired for a job to do something that already has an enforcement and a monopoly on violence. So if you're able to use violence in a monopolistic way, you should only do use it and be accountable for it at the highest of levels and at the I, highest of standards. I still just think about the UPS shooting where they fucking yeah. dump like 200 plus rounds into a fucking UPS truck. And, and, a, and, and a crowded in traffic, traffic way. In traffic. They killed they killed more innocent people than they did bad guys. Yep. My god, dude. Yeah. So I that whole thing, both of those You ever seen the video? Situations. You ever seen the video of the uh the cop trying to shoot the dog? But yeah. he uh he like trips as he's trying to shoot it on ice and the bullet ricochets and hits a kid. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and my There's security a... my security force in action. I just wanna say that was me and that was my kid. That that cop is dead. And that's not a Minecraft. That's a serious statement. Fuck you, feds. <laughs> fucking cop, for one, even pulls a fucking gun on my property. But tries to shoot my dog and misses and hits my kid. I'm not even a father yet. But I have an inkling of what I would feel about my offspring. Can <clears throat> you hit my fucking kid with a fuck? If you even shoot my dog, like, you're not going to see your family. <laughs> you're dying on Timmy my property is having christmas without his dad this year and i promise <laughs> you that i'm better than you so like best of luck bud yeah and i like, like honestly if it was if they shot my kid like because of that situation like fuck dude i might not even use a gun i just use my bare hands like i feel like it'd be more satisfying i don't care how you're dying you're dying you're dying yeah. on my property you're not what I don't trust the criminal justice system. All the fucking times the fucking cops well, well he was scared. No, he's dead. He's dead. You are <laughs> losing your fucking life. That's what it needs. Dude, that is the only way this system's gonna fucking change. And dude, it, it, it still pisses me off because like I'm still seeing conservatives too fucking going on with all this Joe Biden fucking gun control shit. They're like, I lost some in a boating accident. You're a cucked pussy faggot fucking cunt bitch. <laughs> That's what you don't deserve guns. Fuck it. Give them up, faggot. Yeah. That's yeah, what dude. you are. I, You're a fucking I was talking, faggot bitch. Yeah, we talked about, about that last meme, episode. A meme that we posted on our Instagram. And I just thought it was like a funny meme, but it was like this little 10 year old boy digging a hole. And he, it, the, the meme says that uh, he's digging the hole before like the commies come and take his gun to hide I've his seen like, that, airsoft that was, gun. I, I, I listened to that episode. And, that, that is a yeah. funny meme. Yeah. And then our our fucking Instagram was just more based than we were. And we're like, if you're if you have to hide your guns, it means you need to be using. And them. it was even sadder. <laughs> Jesus, half, it's all right. Half the dudes that were saying that are fucking fat faggots that won't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember the dudes that follow our that followed our Instagram, and I know half the dudes in the fucking. Well, we're at we're at ninety five hundred now. We're at ninety five hundred. We get to hundred episodes now. We can shit talk our fans. The, <laughs> and I've seen half the dudes on our fucking Discord. Uh, hey guys, I know you listen. Try not being a bitch faggot and then talk shit. Oh I don't. I, I don't know what else to tell you. Like I guys. Like, man the fuck up. Like, you talk a lot of shit on the internet, but I've seen some of your pictures, and, like, let's calm the fuck down before put we're the, actually in Put the fedora away. Put uh, the fedora away oh, and God. actually go to the range and train a little bit. Like, 
You know, put Dude, more, hey, put ammo's, more than, ammo's put, expensive right now, Jared. Put more than five rounds through your rifle and then talk shit. That's five rounds is like 20 bucks. Oh, man, I, I ain't got a BZO this rifle. It's a straight shooter. Yeah, okay, man. Five. <laughs> Sounds like you have some problems at the range. <laughs> no one talks like that here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been in Kentucky too long. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit so um yeah that's uh this was a good one boys i think uh i think we did well with this podcast over the last we really couple of years. we really wrapped the whole show up you know what i mean yeah yeah we really we really you know put a chair on everything yeah. also i i do also want to continue to iterate <laughs> that the the fed that's listening to this you're a faggot bitch, and I would beat you in a gunfight, step pussy. Oh, God. I know you're listening, so fuck you. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> I love that. Oh, God. <laughs> Gary, I'm trying to win you over, Gary. I, wa- I want Gary to come on the I don't want to win you over, Gary, because you're a fucking fed, and you are the enemy. I want him you are to anti- come on. You are anti-ethical to everything that stands for freedom or the American way. And I just want to know, I would smile kill you. So, like, you know, whatever you're, you're feeling fucking froggy, bro. Like, you know. Oh, did, did you guys, you know, we should honestly, we should just announce that fact. Not that the whole deal, but just the fact that we're, we're official now. Yeah, we're oh. pretty much officially being watched. Like, yeah. I'm, I'll say so, that. So yeah, we're, we're officially no, being watched. We have officially been labeled as political extremists by the federal government. Okay, all right. We I guess we can say that. We can say that. I don't want to go into the rest of it. That's yeah. that's his business. We're officially considered political extremists by the federal government, and I just want to say they're a bunch of fucking faggots. We fucking, fucking made it. Boys. Yeah, we, we fucking uh, made it. We were labeled. What was it? Uh, anti-government veteran anarchists. That, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, the yeah. wording used. Um, thankfully, no right-leaning or left-leaning label. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> you fucking, you're purist, dude. We well, fucking made yeah. it, dude. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, that may, that may be just because it was left out. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it came from the whole... Uh, I'm pretty sure if they had to put a label... Oh, wait. Did you guys see the that... Do you remember the uh, Castillo guy or um, what's his name? Uh Carrillo guy or something like that that was that did the shooting back in last year uh and he tried to bomb the car and he wrote boogaloo everywhere in northern california oh, yeah. yeah yeah he he's a left libertarian he's a he, he's a uh left anarchist he's an ancom and so libertarian he's a fucking archie flowers motherfucker yeah so that that was interesting because you know they paint the boogaloo movement as this big right wing thing and then they find these guys politics and they're big bernie supporters and damn the man even though you know obviously that's not what bernie is but they they act like he is and yeah that's what they believe in and you know it's really funny when they're you know people that they look up to isn't nick fuentes it's hillary clinton and bernie sanders by the way i do i do want to speak on while i have a platform again real quick um uh, i'm fucking because <laughs> no because you guys you guys are doing the mises caucus thing right like you're getting involved in the Mises kind of, caucus, yeah. and yeah, and, and you're, you're contributing. And I've heard you guys yeah. speak a lot about which, by the way, doing our full, best. full fucking support. I'm a huge, you know, I love that shit that's yeah, happening. And I just, I just wanted to speak because I know there are. I have my own personal followers. They're not a lot, but I have my own personal followers. I just want to say, I just want you to look at 
the type of fucking soft-handed faggots that are against <laughs> the Mises Caucus. And then the fact that a lot of the Mises Caucus is, is like supported by people that actually work for a living. And just take that into account in like your whole decision process about the whole thing. Um, guys like Archie Flowers have fucking hands softer than like my you know girlfriend's ass. Like it's fucking pathetic. That is a pathetic fucking individual. Most of the loser brigade couldn't fucking last two seconds in a fucking fist fight. They, they're the type but they want to talk about war. They were talking. They were the type of dudes that we were talking about before that have never been in a fucking fist fight or hit in the fucking face. Like Archie God, Flowers. Archie Flowers needs to be decked in the fucking mouth. That uh, is his I don't problem. Know about that. <laughs> Yeah, Archie does. Flowers has more of a reputation in the libertarian in the liberty community than we do. We need to be looking up to Dow. Archie Flowers. Dow. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Archie Flowers. You know Archie what? Flowers has been on Lions of Liberty with Dave uh, Smith. We have you know not what? done that. You know what? Archie Flowers is the reason I'm a libertarian. I'm sorry. Oh shit! <laughs> I didn't know where that was going, and then you said it, and it took me a second to process. Said fucking no one ever. Oh, oh, damn! I was gonna agree and be like, yeah, Andy Craig's pretty great too. Andy Craig, dude. But yeah. seriously, seriously, look at these fucking pieces of shit. Sawak, like, dude. Like Sawak, dude. That motherfucker posted that video of throwing that fucking axe into that tree is like one of the saddest fucking things I've ever seen in my fucking life. He leaned into it pretty hard. He leaned into it. It's the same with the politicians. Like, Joe Biden can't even walk up fucking stairs, dude. Like, (laughs) he can't can't get his dog from shitting on his floor either. Dude, his dog shits all over his floor. Okay, hey, hey, hey. I forgot to take Mikey out, and he did shit on Anna's yoga mat. So, (laughs) (laughs) hey, that's a good dog. That's a good dog. He Freya, was like, Freya just heard the word dog and got up. She's like, oh shit, dog, I miss, dog. I miss Freya. I found, the, I found the old Snapchat video of Mikey and Freya playing, and yeah. I was like, aww. Yeah, I'll have to post she it would, up for everybody. She, dude, she would actually put up a fight against Mikey now. Look how big she is. I know. She got she got uh, huge, and <laughs> if any fed kills her, I'm going to be really mad. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've already said, uh, me, and, me and Timmy used to say it all the time. If anybody ever shot her, fucking, oh my goodness. <laughs> She's the same. She's just bigger. She, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I we, we wanna I wanna do videos so everybody sees me yelling at her constantly. Because <laughs> she's a piece of shit while we do the podcast. Yeah, I mean dude. Mikey's a, Mikey's the best piece of shit I've ever had in my life. So I know. She's um, still young. <laughs> yeah. Dude, German Shepherds don't stop being velociraptors until like after a year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, dude, straight up though, like about the whole fucking libertarian party thing. Like, I think it's a good thing that like the Mises caucus, cause at least I look at the Mises caucus, like, yeah, you have your intellectual types, but then you have a lot of vets and you have a lot of fucking blue collar fucking guys in that shit. You have a lot of people that work for a fucking living. You look at the fucking rest of the libertarian party. Eh, it ain't fucking that. It's a bunch of fucking pussy bitches. It, it really is. Yeah. It's a bunch of people that have never done anything in their lives except worry about politics. And... They don't even know what a callous fucking hey, feels yeah, like. Yeah, dude. Your Libertarian Party of Kentucky, uh, they're, uh, you don't know this. Their Stirring Twitter account shit. is No, I, 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 I've seen it because it's been floating around on Facebook okay. and in the Discord. And I'm still part of the couple of the Discords and shit, so I see it. Oh, yeah, dude. Libertarian Party, it makes me proud to live in this fucking yeah, state. Dude. Seeing the Libertarian Party in Kentucky, I'm like, yo, we face this 
fuck, I might just join the Libertarian Party of Kentucky. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, dude. Dude, no. I'm not, I'm I'm completely almost out of politics and like like I'm already at like I'm renting some cheap ass place, saving up some money, about to fucking buy a house in a couple years and just basically go off fucking grid. But like that fucking Libertarian Party of Kentucky's got me being like, yo man, I might just fucking subscribe to you motherfuckers and just mm, I'm thinking I'm looking, about it. Right? Yeah, dude, it's a lot better than the Libertarian Party in Nevada. I'm honestly thinking about it, man. Libertarian Party in Kentucky seems like my kind of fucking people. Yeah, yeah Libertarian Party honestly, Nevada sucks dick. Honestly, that'd probably be the best thing, just to go there and meet other Kentuckians that are, like, based as fuck. I mean, dude, honestly, I, I have I have realized uh, being out here, there's a lot of hardcore fucking dudes out here. Um, might move to Georgia. Dude, fucking do it, bro. Yeah, I might. It'll be a couple years, but we'll Dude, see. Dude, you guys, honestly, you guys need to come out to fucking. You guys need to move to Appalachia. I know Arizona's yeah, no. pretty fucking legit on a lot of shit, but the desert kind of fucking sucks. Yeah, there's well, not a lot like, of places to go high. I'm not saying. I'm not saying Kentucky specifically. Kentucky's nice. I am a big fan of Kentucky, even though it's the last state that's ever going to legalize weed, which is pretty fucking faggoty. But, um, I mean, you can still get it out here notionally. Um. <laughs> but uh but at the same token like appalachia man it, i mean it's fucking land still cheap out here it's still easy to get fucking appalachia land. stan yeah dude 100 percent. like it's it's nice i mean it's also easier growing shit out here because i know typo killed all my fucking plants so <laughs> dude, it yeah. was the summer they were dying anyways uh-huh. nothing i could do yeah, yeah that's that's why my plants survive in the summer and then all of a sudden they die when i leave okay Dude, we had shade before. We didn't have shade. <laughs> yeah, I don't. The uh, yeah, Appalachia stand seems like the place to be. Honestly, Tennessee, Georgia, Kentucky, basically anywhere that's on the East Coast, but not the East Coast, is a fucking the South. Honestly, you're yeah. saying move to the South. Move to the South. Hey, they have Yingling too, so that basically <laughs> sold me, dude. Any any gas station I go to, brother. Yeah, I know. Fucking bastards. I miss it. I miss it. Gotta look at the drinking laws in Georgia. If any, if, yeah, if they, if they don't sell on Sundays, deal breaker. <laughs> you know what's gay about Kentucky is that um, they're you not there? allowed to sell beer and liquor in the same store. Oh, yeah. I've oh, yeah, heard you that. Told us. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You told dude, us. Uh, I, I honestly, I uh, had a little moment in a Walmart because um, I was trying to be a good boyfriend. And I was at the end of my work shift. I knew I was in another job. And I saw Walmart. I'm like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go pick up a bottle of wine for my baby girl. I'm going to go pick up a bottle of wine for my love. So I walk into the Walmart and I'm fucking looking around and I'm like, so I looked at, you know, a sales associate and I'm like, hey, um, you guys sell wine? And he looks at me like I'm a fucking alien. He's like, no. What is this so wine? <laughs> and I fucking, dude, I about lost it. I was like, you know, you're the fucking weird one, right? <laughs> majority of the fucking country, I can walk into a normal fucking place and buy fucking wine. Like, I knew liquor wasn't going to be here because you guys are fucking Bible Belt faggots. But I could buy wine. He's yeah. like, well, that doesn't happen here. I'm like. Well, then don't look at me like that. Like, I'm the fucking weird one. You're the fucking weird one. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it's not me. It's you. It's, it's not me. You're the fucking faggot. Not me. I, I don't know what to say. By the way, I, I've, I've been going on a little spree about that where I'm really pissed off. Like, I understand why I can't say the N-word in public. Like, I get that. Like, I really, oh, I really God. do. But as a millennial, I grew up where the word faggot was a fucking standard. And the fact that I can't say that in public you anymore see, truly fucking hurts me. And so Jared... Jared was called this as a kid, so now he's owning the word now. He's owning the, owning word. the word. No, but seriously, though, the word, think about it. When you guys, we're all about the same fucking age. I don't right? know what you're yeah. talking about. You're insane. Okay, yeah. listen, you guys are, uh, <laughs> shut the fuck up. No, the word no, faggot. Dude, everything was gay and faggotry. Like gay everything. and faggot, yes. Yeah. Yes. Like I remember, like, like, being in third grade and, like, someone, like something dumb happened. I'm like, oh, dude, that's gay. And, like, not even really understanding what that meant. <laughs> like, in my mind, it was like, that was stupid. I was that's retarded. I was explaining to that uh, to Empress Amin because she was like, well, my aunt's gay and she doesn't like that. I'm like, the word faggot and that's gay has nothing to do with sexuality. Yeah, like, literally zero <laughs> like, to do. Like, the with word, the way people use it in derogatorily, like, now it has nothing to do. That's like, why we should. South, I like. South South Park had a whole fucking episode about this, guys. <laughs> like, the word faggot has more to do with Harley riders than it does a fucking gay person. Like, <laughs> make that fucking connection. It's just a good word. with Because there's definitely multiple instances where somebody's doing something, you're like, dude, you're, a fucking, you're being a fucking faggot right now. <laughs> like, stop. Like, it has nothing to do with being gay. It's just you're being a faggot. Like, yeah, I don't it's know like they're annoying as fuck. Like, you're being yeah. really annoying. Like, dude, you're being a big faggot right now. Like, you're, being a super, you're being a fucking faggot. I'm pretty yeah. sure you guys have told me, hey, dude, you're being a fucking faggot right Never, now. Never. Not down. once. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to take the affirmative and then a negative on everything you say right now. You are absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, have, we have Nick to use the N-word, so like, we didn't, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you find out real quick at, in like college bars that uh, the black guy pass doesn't work around there. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. That's why we always had Nick around to actually say it. And then we... Yeah, yeah. it's like that... <laughs> Hey Nick, go 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 call him that thing. Go, go call him know. that thing. Go use that <laughs> thing, boy. Go use, yeah. go use go use your power. Go drop that hard R over there. <laughs> go use your fucking privilege. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, I think we hit all the uh stops type of you got anything to finish out the White shit boy show? summer, dude. White, oh, White, White boy summer. summer. Uh, now, we said, no, I, said, Jared, are you going to Childeberg? I'm I'm honestly trying. I'm 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 gonna try to make it happen. Um, not a hundred percent, because yeah, I think I, have, I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm yeah. gonna go. Well, I have a bunch of the guys I deployed with. I have to trip with them, and then I really, really, really want to be able to go see my uh my dad and my younger siblings soon. So it's kind of uh it's kind of one of those things. It's less like I don't have money to actually do it, and more like I have a bunch of other shit I have to do. Um, I don't know. I'll talk to I'll talk that to my first. I'll talk to my master and commander <laughs> and see what she says about it and uh, go from there. Yeah, I'm probably I'm going to be in Georgia probably that weekend, Georgia or Colorado. <laughs> so we'll see. I don't know. Oh. You ever you ever come up this way, man? Oh, my God. Look at that for you. <laughs> yeah, I know. We we got to plan a trip out there, too, or at least get oh, all yeah. of us back together. 
Absolutely. Somewhere because it's, Mikey, uh, Mikey, Mikey, and Freya need to meet again. Yeah, I have to. I'm I'm getting a new car, so I'll actually be able to have AC in the summer. Hashtag me too. I'm literally in about three months. I'm hoping you know a couple more car payments, and then me saving up some money, pay that bitch off. I'm gonna get a truck. You got any notional Bitcoin yet, Jared? I I I I, I have bought some Bitcoin. Oh, there you go. Look at you. Look at the agorist in you. Yeah, that dude. It wasn't. I also I also have uh ten dollars uh nine dollars invested in a Dogecoin that's turned <laughs> into uh thirteen dollars. So dude, I got yeah, dude, I got three hundred thirty three shares of Dogecoin right dude, now. Dogecoin's popping. We're up to seven cents, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Oh I, shit. Fucking um. What was I gonna say? Fuck. Oh, but uh, I, I'm honestly hoping oh. on uh, my whole plan is to, uh, while I'm renting this place, is that the U.S. housing economy is going to fucking collapse the next two years, and then I can buy a house. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's kind of where I'm yeah. at, too. Yeah. Either you, that, you, either that, you start or I'll looking at like, some rich people's and, houses right yeah. now. Either that, or I'll buy a house out in the countryside, and if it all goes to shit, I'll just shoot people. It's, you know. Yeah, dude. Well, you can just start looking at rich people's houses now, so, like, right when they're getting kicked out, you can show up so you can see the family crying as they're leaving. (laughs) Be like, guess what? I'm buying your house, bitch. Yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm honestly, at this point, if it gets bad enough, I'd just be like, hey, I'm just taking this. (laughs) This is mine now. now. (laughs) This is mine now. I have more guns than you. I don't. Jesus. Oh, fuck. It's gonna be like Zombieland all over again. Hopefully, hopefully this, hopefully this vaccine turns destructive soon and we have a whole bunch of zombies walking around. Really sad though, because I'm gonna have to kill my parents. Not because they got the vaccine, just because, like, you know. I'm just kidding. Because they got the vaccine. vaccine. <laughs> they got the vaccine. Um, and that's I'm bad. just uh I'm just fucking uh I dude, it was funny. My work asked me, they were like, Are you uh are you gonna get the vaccine? I was like, does that mean I have to I can stop wearing a mask at every fucking job site I go to? They're like, no, and I'm like, then no. But then I I tell, but then it's funny because every customer that asks me, like, did you get the vaccine? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Where's your passport, papers. Jared? Where's your papers? <laughs> yeah, my dick. yeah, <laughs> suck my dick. That's my papers, motherfucker. He doesn't have the star on him. Get him out of here. No, <laughs> take him no away. Star. That is anti-Semitic, sir. Yeah, tell that to all the Jews in Israel. Yeah, did you see uh, that, Jared? Dude, I, yeah, I did see that. It was funny as fuck. Um, did you think of your thought typo? Cause you said, Oh yeah, I got it. No. Oh yeah. Forgot. I was going to say that the first time car camping came on the podcast and was telling us to buy Bitcoin, it was $8,000. And it wasn't until two years later. And then he had him on a second time to talk about Bitcoin. And it was at like 50,000. I was like, all right, I guess I'll buy it's this. A 60, it's a 60 grand right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 When, I think when he was on, it wasn't at quite at 60. Yeah. No, it was getting it's, there. It's, it's a 60 right now. I know. We <laughs> should have fucking. We should have listened. Well, actually, we just had no money when he first came on. Yeah, so. dude. You know, when he came on, I was like, yeah. bitch, I'm broke. I make like $418 a week after taxes. Like, what fucking yeah. money was, do you think I have? There was like a minimum that you can buy like 20, but it's not exactly 20 because there's like a, I don't know, a, a certain transaction fee, fee for like the transaction fee. And I was like, well, now I can't afford it. That's six bucks <laughs> I don't have. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, that's the fucking shit show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Jared, thanks for joining us. It's gone full circle. We missed you, bud. And uh, that's the centennial episode of Biting the Bullet.
Fuck wild. it. We out. How long did how long did you take you to say that word? <laughs> what centennial? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Fucking that came out way too smooth. Did you practice at that? No. Did you practice in the mirror? I... <laughs> <laughs> no, if I practice in the mirror, I wouldn't fuck up the episode every time we do it at the beginning. <laughs>